It's Sports by the Book at the South Point Studio. Here's Jeff Parles. Let's roll on a football Friday. It is Sports by the Book at the South Point Studio. Welcome in. We're thrilled to have you along. A football Friday, as always. I'm Jeff Parles. Alongside me, two sports betting Hall of Fame. Sportsbook director here at the South Point, our guy Chris Andrews. And then on the far side, Vinny Maliul, of course, of Con Gaming. Nice, nice polo today. The, the North, Northern Arizona getting the love today. Yeah, you know, we talked about uh, on the show, on Alex's show the other day, about, well, she's substituting for Frank, our, my favorite um, college towns. Flagstaff didn't make it. We went top five. They would have been number six. So I wore it today. I, I wore my Brooklyn. My Brooklyn College. Blazer. You got the hair gel. You're good. Thank you're, you. you're, you're, you're in good way, shape. Can I say something about my friend Vinny? Yes, go ahead. Friends. A lot of guys, we ask everybody to hit subscribe on our, <laughs> yes. on our channel. Vinny grew up in Brooklyn. Vinny knows a guy who knows a guy. Who knows a guy? Who knows a guy. And I'm really, I'm highly recommending Vinny doesn't have to make that phone call. So if you're listening and not subscribing, you got to subscribe. I'm not saying nothing, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Considering to all of my uh, Brooklyn brethren out there, you know the sign when you come back from Staten Island on the Verrazano Bridge and you, you get over to the Brooklyn side and it says, welcome to Brooklyn, fourth largest city in America. That's great. Right? Great sign. There's over 4 million of us. Hit the button. Hit the button. That's yeah. Subscribe. Simple. We don't Thank ask you. for much. It helps, it helps us all. It helps That's us right. all when you press yeah. that button. And you know the best part about it is? It's free. It's free. It's Freebie. free. You don't have to. We'll we never ask you for money. We don't. We don't. Oh, yeah. Just, no. just, just, <laughs> just <laughs> come. If, if you're in Vegas, <laughs> just go, come to the counter. Play, play some bets. That's all. <laughs> By the way, and I, and I uh, did the uh, Northern Arizona Lumberjacks, of yeah. course, uh, I, I, my, I pulled, my... pulled off a nice win in uh, Seattle the other night in college hoops. Oh, did they really? They did. They oh. won that game outright. as a uh, pretty nice-sized yeah, okay. dog. And I, you know, I follow the Montana teams because my daughter's my one daughter went here for a semester, left for a boyfriend that she wound up dumping like two weeks later. But anyway, um, I follow the Montana teams, and I know Montana State beat California last night. Do I have, or do I have, no, I think it's Montana State beat Montana, California. Mo Mo Montana State, because I was, I was not on that game. I was on the Bison yeah. last night. Who, yeah, right. Who and upset Montana, Montana last night. So, like, yeah. you know, the dogs won both those games. Pretty, pretty significant dogs. Yeah, Montana Cal State. One as a big dog, and Montana lost as a big favorite. Yeah, I think they closed eight on uh, on North Dakota State. Uh, Montana State was was fourteen, fourteen and a half, pretty significant yeah. upset. Uh, still a long way to go for Mark, Mark Madsen there in Berkeley. At yeah, a, oh, at definitely, Cal. definitely. Uh, but I like Big Sky. I like you know I like those leagues mm -hmm. because those kids play till their senior year. You know, Weber State's a power in that yeah, league they are, usually. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a hey, look. Uh, the, college basketball is well underway. True, uh, there are roughly eight bajillion games yeah. today because of all these conference tournaments, and there'll yeah. be roughly eight bajillion games every single day next week. Uh, yeah, I was uh, going to say in, next in, week, a lot of week. these tournaments. Yeah, uh, the the Maui Field is might be the greatest in season tournament I've ever seen this year. Oh, it's I, I haven't it, seen. Who's it's so it's year? so good that Purdue and Gonzaga have to play each other in round one. No kid. Yeah. yeah. No, is that right? Yeah. yeah. That's Duke, how good that Duke is. Duke is going Duke is on uh, No, it's uh, Oh wait, that's it, the uh, No, that's, that's Duke the, Duke's in Atlanta. It, 
I'm yeah. pretty sure. You... But but uh, Maui, Maui this no, year. No, I'm sorry, Kansas. Kansas, Kansas, Kansas got the, the other Kansas day, got the Chaminade. Yeah. Chaminade well, who, Bowl. Who's the kid that transferred into Kansas? Hunter I watched Dickinson. that game. Oh man, yeah. he yeah. is good. Monster. Yeah. Oh, that kid great, is he was good. great at Michigan, and wow. uh, he's still he's still great there. Right. By the way, that Maui field, Tennessee, Syracuse. Gonzaga yep. Purdue legitimately around one game in that yep. tournament, which is ridiculous. Kansas and Chaminade, and then Marquette and UCLA. Ho hum. The, uh, the, 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 the arguably the third best yeah. matchup of the first round is Man. UCLA Marquette. That all? Here, Jimmy, come on in. Jimmy. I, and yeah, come on in. Go over. Yeah, come on sit in. On come that on seat. In. We got you. Know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you showed that quickness of the first when you stripped Danny Mitchell at midcourt, and he called the foul. That's oh. why. That's why Jimmy bats leadoff. Uh, that's you, speed. Jimmy Vaccaro is here. So, Jimmy. Uh, I got friend, a whole bunch of stuff for you the guys. A fr friend of you guys who uh, comes in every single week. Wow. Finally really? comes in every Friday. Yeah. Every Friday. Fires off a, a nice sum of money. I think it was 268000 today. Right on the money. That's why he's the director. Yeah. You got a, <laughs> you got a lot of tickets in your hand. Well, all right. For this gentleman. Yes, please. We'll Fire Let's away, go. Jimmy. Get your college things out so you can know the, the bet numbers here. All right. First one. Houston plus six and a half for a. 11,000 to win 10,000. That's game number 404. All right. A pick'em game. Louisville. How do they say it? Louisville. 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 Like Louisville. One syllable. Louisville. Louisville. One, yeah. He must have went to shelf one high school or something <laughs> like that. All right, Louisville, pick'em. 11,000 to win 10,000. That's uh, like, his, his bet number is 333. So the first two games, Houston is taking on Oklahoma State. Louisville in a big one in South Beach against that Miami. Big, yes. All right, here we go. Woo, a, t a first total for 5,000 is the uh, San Diego State game. Uh, it's game number 429 and under 48 and a half for 5,000. 5,500 mm -hmm. win. 5, Got a lot of totals this week. So San, totals. San Jose State, San Diego State mm -hmm. on that one. Uh, what a bad year for San Diego State yeah, here in 2023. Getting rid of the coach. Yep. They, that guy was a nice guy. I met him a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. Brady yeah. Hope. Brady Hope bad. Yeah. yeah. No, he's supposed Former to be a good yeah, guy. Yeah. Whatever. You know, in, in today's environment, they used to wait at least to the end of the season. I mean, now it's like if it's a, if it's game two and well, they he, make he get fired. But oh, I, this, is I, a, this was a retirement, as yeah, they but would you, say. You know, yeah. our friend Walt, I hope he's listening because Walt, listen, he's from San Diego. He told me he was uh, right. sort of forced out. Get rid of him? Yeah, he's forced out. All right. You ready? <laughs> Walt? Yeah, <laughs> he's probably listening. Game number four twenty, the Air Force minus three, eleven thousand to win ten thousand. One against UNLV. Yep, huge one oh, in the Mountain West. That's a big game. You know, you got to give this guy here UNLV some credit. I mean, some credit, I mean, yeah. a lot he of might credit. Be going bowling, of the air, yeah, going bowling, unbelievable. A couple I mean, years ago, I was quoted in a paper saying. Uh, Vince Lombardi couldn't win at UNLV, <laughs> but Barry Odom evidently can. You know, ten, so. ten, if they win their last two regular season games, they're ten and two. That's usually five seasons worth of wins. <laughs> All right, at let's UNLV. go, to, let's go yes. to Wake Forest Notre Dame game four seventeen fourteen. Just another total over forty six and a half. Okay. No opinion. No. Yeah, okay. let this guy fire. That's yeah. my opinion. Yeah. All right, we got a little action here with. Game number four, fifteen. Sam Houston State. Sam now, the Houston only thing I can State. tell you about Sam Houston State, he figures to be from Texas. You think? That's correct. <laughs> That's all right, right? Uh, Sam okay. Houston State, uh, uh, plus thirteen. Red hot Sam Houston State, winners yeah. of two in a row after an zero and eight start. Yeah. All right. 
All right, we've got a total coming up here with Florida and Missouri. Those are games 409, 410, under 57 and a half for $5,000. Clint? Chris, how are we doing on totals so far? You know, my computer doesn't break them down. But oh, okay. you know, overall, the college season has been good, not great. It's been good. Okay, so uh, obviously, you know, that's a pretty fair bet, 5000 uh, on a You've total. got a bunch of them on those, too. Yeah. yeah. And like everything else we do out there, people, and Chris obviously is the head of commander here. It's like uh, he feels it's a fair bet. We feel it's a fair bet. And the people coming in make it a fair bet. So we get a lot of total play. I'm sure... You know, in, in accordance of, like, the amount of money we take, how big we are, whatever, you do a pretty damn good job on, like, giving people a fair bet for 5000 for a total. And I got to tell you, so our, our the posted limit for totals is 3000 mm -hmm. I give this guy 5000 I got to tell you, anybody else comes in, you give me 260000 a week in action, I'll give you 5000 on totals. Too. Okay. All right. All right, here we go with game 397, Schmoo. Schmoo minus eight and a half. For $11,000. Uh, on the road at Memphis for the Mustangs. You know, I kind of like Memphis in that game a little bit. I made the number, I think, six. But, but yeah, Smooth, that's a... Smooth got some offense. I got to tell you, they can run it up pretty quick. All right, let me run a total by you guys today. 407-408, Baylor, TCU. Over, figure this would be a high one, 59. Yeah. Both of those teams stink. That's my, that's my comment on that. Yeah, game. we're up to 61 with the total. I, yeah. You know, I, I, I think I, I think it might have been Baylor I posted earlier this over year. a good number. 11, yeah. uh, 11 holograms could play defense <laughs> as good as let, Baylor. Let me run this by all three of you. And just like something, you just, every, every now and then at my <laughs> age, things just click in and click out or my, something that I might have heard about 10 years ago, 20 years ago, or 30 years ago. All right, here's a total with TCU and Baylor. Obviously, I, I, don't, I think... The worst teams that have a have a shot for a total, they go over more than a, another team, right? Because oh, obviously sure. they can't stop yep, anybody. Right. So you you will see a lot of movement on you know teams say, wow, they're playing each other, but neither one neither one of them are any damn good. TCU still could get bowl eligible. They'd have to win this week as a favorite against Baylor, but then they and, they play Norman next uh, week, so I don't like their chances say, on yeah. that one. You know, it, it really is a hell of a drop for both of those schools. Oh yeah, you know, mm -hmm. they, they were both. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. Baylor was in the conversation yeah, for a yeah, national yeah. championship. Baylor sure. won the Big 12 two years ago. Yeah, yeah. And TCU, of and course, the magic carpet the, ride to the yeah, national title the, game. The, was. What an aberration that was. Yeah, but okay. all time aberration. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's something yeah. we just talked about in our game 331, 332, Michigan, Maryland over 49. The, the total before it on Baylor TCU was 59. There was a 10 point difference right there. So obviously, the Michigan game was a little better than the other two you know, put together. So just something to think about. Maryland finally got that elusive sixth win last yeah. week, uh, beating Nebraska. Mm. Michigan, of course, we all know the chaos going around that program. Harbaugh actually accepting the suspension after they were yeah. threatening all and, that. And they, they fired their linebacker coach today. Yeah. And I, I heard another little rumor about them today that I really I don't want to repeat, but there's some – so, some other things going on with Michigan. Yeah, some some shady things. Have you heard about that? Yes, I, okay, it was okay. it was I was out on on Twitter. Or X was or okay. Yeah, right. I yeah. saw the same thing yeah. you saw on the Twitter. Yeah. The guy yeah. says like Jimmy, you know, go take care of it. Okay, we're gonna suspend every coach. <laughs> go take care of it. That guy's Vinny's friend from uh, if he makes a couple of those phone That's calls. Yeah. The guy. Oh, oh yeah. Guy. All yeah. right. Okay, we got another one, Florida. Here's now. Here's something like let's go back to just a short fifteen or twenty years. 
where the extra games, you really wouldn't take a big bet on the extra games for a lot of, I would consider, you know, relatively good reasoning why you don't take it. Now, here's Florida International plus 29 and a half. Once again, you wouldn't book too many 29 and a half. So, you know, when we were kids running around the strip here uh, for 11,000 to win 10,000, game 405, Florida International plus 29 and a half to win 10,000. They're on the road in Fayetteville taking on Arkansas, who has just had a disastrous season this year. You know, a couple of years ago when I had my own website, I wrote an article. It's got to be 10 years ago. On these late season games, when a when an SEC team is playing a Southern team, mm-hmm. and actually the early in the year too, the Southern team cover more than sixty percent of the time. Oh yeah, because it's not yeah. it's a much bigger game to them than it is to the right. SEC team. You, yeah. you know, the other thing, Chance, is that it wasn't so long ago that you, you point out Florida International. They're on the main. This is this is the main yeah. schedule. This is these are not the added games. Hmm. So this used to be you know, it, but even. They weren't even on the added schedule right. at one point. Yeah, right. But this Arkansas, too, um, you know, this is a team that, don't forget, they they fired Bielema basically on the field. <laughs> but think about it. I hate yeah. to, I hope that doesn't happen again. No, because I kind of like this guy, but you they've know, had a disappointing season. They've lost a lot of We've seen games. coaches in the last, we will get to some games today, right, where coaches in the last week say, we're not waiting until the end of the season. I, I will say. <laughs> business. If, if UNLV is going to be concerned about losing their coach, that's the opening that I oh, would have my eyes. In SEC. We, he came from he, the SEC. He, well, right? he, was, yeah. he, was, he was their defense. Yeah. After he lost a job at Mizzou, Barry yeah. Odom was yeah. the D.C. at Arkansas. And a yeah. good part of that team falling apart is their defense is terrible. Yeah. This year. Yeah. Yeah. Now is prime time going to show up at LSU? Or excuse me, uh, A&M. A&M. Wow, that's part of the speculation. You, make a number. Uh, I'd say that no, probably 4 or $5. Okay. No, that's you, just a guess. I, I would, I would actually lay that no price. I don't think he's going anywhere. Yeah, I don't you know? Know. not yet. At he's least, yeah, not yet. He not needs yet. Another year. Some he, place he, down the road. He, he, he's he's waiting. He's waiting for Nick Saban to retire. I really do think that. Yeah, well, him and Nick are yeah. buddies. Yeah, yeah I think he's waiting for Saban together, to retire yeah. and waiting for that Alabama job. Well, they yeah. do that stupid commercial together. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what. I'd like to get paid what they're getting paid it's for doing stupid. that stupid commercial. <laughs> Whatever they got. Is that the one with the goat or the Affleck? Uh, the goat and the duck. Oh, the goat's on occasionally. Yeah, yeah, and the, yeah. duck. the goat yeah, and right. the duck, yes. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> goats make more money than people anymore. <laughs> yeah, but they don't eat people. They eat goats. Right. Here we go. 403-404. Oklahoma State slash Houston under 58 for 5,000. So, yeah. so this guy went with both the total and the side in that game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the way, I hope Frank, our good friend Frank Nicotero, I hope he's paying attention and notices you are allowed to bet under. <laughs> it's, I think it's a. I don't think it's in his DNA. He can't, oh no, no, he, he can't. He, yeah, trans can't help himself. Yeah. He can't. I got a, a little beef with you, and you're the director. <laughs> oh, you got a. Uh, you know what's our guy? What's our punchline guy? Yeah, Frank. I'm right. not going to say his name right now. You know why? Because he dresses worse than me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that. I like oh, yes. What that outfit he had on with green look like? Uh, it came from New Orleans. He just colors. got off the plane. Yeah, he just he came, got off the plane. He came dedication. To work. Where was he at? New, New Orleans. Orleans. Brian, see what you did by dressing in a suit every day? See what you did? Wow. <laughs> Chris, when's the last time you had a suit on? I had one on a, a little while ago. Wait a second. I can't when's remember. the last time you had a suit yeah. on? Yeah. No, I can tell you when. What year did you get married to Betty Jo? Yeah. Uh, uh, 1980. Yeah. I had a suit. Yeah. That, that, so that, yeah. And here's the yeah. best part. 
because we were there. Yeah. The suit was off before yeah, the, the bride and groom exited the, the church. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I yep. laid 85 to 1, and I still I was too low for the, when she you know how the bride. Out. You know how the bride, that she throws the bouquet? Jimmy yeah. threw his jacket. That's right. <laughs> and meanwhile, nobody left any cash. That I can tell you. <laughs> We I didn't were, even get a freaking car, a buffet ticket. Jimmy, we, we were, were broke. We were in action. We were we were sweating games. All right, let's get on. <laughs> Game 401, 402, just another total for you. Texas, Iowa State, under 46 and a half. That is, uh, that, that is a, a game for Texas, of course, having to win out in order to have a shot at the college football yeah. playoff. Uh, Iowa State uh, just went to Provo last week and just destroyed BYU, who is completely lost right yeah. now. But they, that, that team's gotten better and better all year, Iowa well, Ever since that horrible loss they took at Ohio early in the year, yeah. they've, been, they've been much better since that yeah. game. But we were looking at the MAC. Uh, I don't know who I was with talk, talking about MAC action. Wow, how did that happen early in the year? They got crushed. It was ten, it was 10 7. It was a low scoring game. Couldn't couldn't muster more than seven points. Texas needs a lot of help too. Uh yeah, I, they they need Especially with the loss. Yeah, you know? with the loss, they need one of those teams that's in the I mean, if Alabama needs help, Texas well, needs help. Well, that will be know, the and I know that they beat it, but any other one loss team, but Oregon. Well, Oregon needs help, and Oregon's yeah, well, I, Significantly might better. Help themselves. Well, stronger, well, stronger than again. It's, Texas, it's going right? to come so. to me. It's going to come down to who does the committee value Texas's win at Alabama more than Oregon's potential two wins against Washington? That's or, or one win against Washington. Excuse me, one win against yeah, split against Washington. Uh, well, if Washington beats Oregon twice, I think well, Oregon's that, pretty safe. I think Washington's that, pretty safe. Yeah. They might. Well, Washington will be lucky to get out of this week. Yeah, we'll get to that game a little yeah. later. Very difficult game of Corvallis for them. Are you done taking over? Oh, I, I'm. It's all you, Jimmy. <laughs> Oh, you, Jimmy. You ready? Game 402. Hit it. Plus seven and a half. Oh, he won both. Yeah. Dog and under. Taking the Cyclones. Yeah, okay. Wow, here's a high total for you guys. 397, 398. Shmoo and Memphis. Under 65. Oh, okay. They went both ways in that game, too. Favorite and under, Chris. Favorite and under. Favorite and under. Mm-hmm. Any Reno friends of mine listening? Mm-hmm. That's an old Paul Sonner play. Well, it's hard to bet under with this because you're rooting that they score, but you don't want them to and score too, too much. much. Yeah, whatever. So this is another thing that guys like us pick up. You, you're too young. <laughs> All right, you ready? All right, here we go. Game three ninety five, three ninety six. Just another total for you guys. Louisiana and Troy over forty seven. I mean, they got a good number. It's not, right around there, yeah, right? It's, I mean, it was 47, 47 and a half. Troy, yeah. Troy got a pretty good offense. Got another one here for you, another total, another high one. Game 391, 392. Monroe against Mississippi, under 62 and a half. Are those Southern schools bet more over, Chris? Pardon me? Do you think those, unders, uh, those Southern schools bet more unders or overs? Probably over. Probably over, yeah. yeah. Wherever Alabama's in Georgia, if it's twenty-eight nothing, and, and it's two minutes to go in the game, they still try to run. They try to run it up with. There's no like nice guys in that. Well, you need style points yeah. this time of year. So, too. Yes, out there. All right, here we go. The last one. Oh, another total. Not bad here. Three eighty-seven, three eighty-eight, under fifty-five and a half with Cal Stanford. Mm-hmm. 
You know, that, that used to be referred to as the big game. The big game. Yeah. The big game. A long time. Yeah. I know that being spent a lot of time in the Bay Area. Before we, uh, you throw me off the stage, we're starting to get people who want to join in on the show. And uh, Dom's Pizzeria. Yes. Oh, Trafford, yeah. Pennsylvania. We Dom's did. Pizzeria. We're Trafford, showing. Pennsylvania. Yeah. You know, you want to watch us and you're not at home or yeah. don't have access to a computer. Go to Dom's Pizzeria in Trafford. We'll be shown on there. They're also uh, now shown uh, Steiner's, Steiner's as well here in Las yeah. Vegas. The one wow. on Buffalo right now will be on in all three locations soon. Great. I Oasis mean, as well. Oasis. Oh, on Oasis we're getting on there. That's the, great. And yeah. the Decatur. There we yeah. go. And before I forget on the way out, uh, today was actually the start of the F1, the Grand Prix, people flying around the uh, uh, around the, the Troads here, in La, the Troads, the shows around Las Vegas, and uh, a little incident already. Uh, how could they not have one of the sewer caps not on one of the sewers when a driver hit one? So that's going to take care of his, him and his car. Yeah. That's a I shame. Think, I think I heard it ruined his car. Ru- yeah. They replace a whole whole well, big uh, thing yeah, on the bottom of it. I, yeah. I don't know the intricacies. I don't know it that. either. You know, but some oh. of those cars go for $25 million. Yeah. I don't, I don't, like I don't think I would people. get back in the car after that one. <laughs> All right, I'm done. Jimmy, okay. thank you so thank much. You, Jimmy. As always, Jimmy Vaccaro, everyone. An American treasure. American everybody. treasure, yeah. indeed. Flying right there. <laughs> You're over You're 75 right. and a half. I'm do under you, 78. Do you have a right. meeting now? What are you, where are you going? I have okay. There we go. Jimmy Vaccaro, everybody. All right, uh, Chris, Vinny, let's get, let's get through as many of these college games as we can here. Okay. Always awesome have jimmy in it is yeah. T- tonight let's start tonight okay two games tonight south florida and texas san antonio all right that's one of those i would imagine has more handle because it's a so uh, a single game uh texas san antonio uh with uh, actually still a shot to get uh to the aac title game amazingly enough uh right now currently 16 point favorites and any other one coach prime and company in action up at the palouse up in the, the northwest there in Pullman, take on Wazoo has been, we've, we've talked about this, Wazoo has been one of the bigger disappointments over the last few weeks. Yeah. They had that huge, great. huge win over Oregon State, and they just yeah. have yeah. not been the same team since then. They also beat Wisconsin. Wow. Remember? Yeah. And, and, and they, when they... It was back-to-back weeks, I think. They haven't, but they haven't been the same since. You know, I thought they would be riding some momentum. It's interesting to see how they've, gone the other direction which is a, a little a little a little surprising here yeah. and again um you have a game here right chris we're uh, laying the four but taking the four and a half i got uh, a lot of good action yeah this so really good two-way a lot of action on the total uh mostly on the under uh they bet me under 64 under 63 somebody did bet me back over 62 but then back under 61 so we're at 60 on this game the real good action here the other game not as much action, and not too much on the side, but they bet me under, got under 67. This is a loser-goes-home match. Loser, this one will have loss number seven. See you later. No bowl. Yeah. Uh, Wazoo was 4-0. and They were 4-0 and yeah. and have lost six straight, and they've done it. haven't just done it in one fashion or another. They've done it in every fashion, where the last three weeks, you lose to Arizona State, not good. You lose to Stanford, 10-7. That's bad. Really bad. Yeah. And you'll give up 42 to Cal in a 42-39. So they've, been, they've done it either with limited offense or no defense. So 
Uh, they've gotten creative. And then, by the way, they have the Apple Cup the final week of the season. So good luck getting the win six anyway, mm-hmm. uh, having to go to Seattle and what will be the final Apple Cup for a while. Uh, as we know, of course, uh, of course, the whole all those big in, intrastate rivalries uh, not going to be played for a while up in the Pacific Northwest. Speaking of uh, a team that uh, getting the short end of it here, Chris, James yeah. Madison. Let's go there. James Madison hosting Appalachian State. The Dukes have been the darlings. They have yeah. college game day this week. We talked about a lot of their games have been heavy handle games this uh-huh. year. Uh, and Chris, you know, this is an interesting one here where the Dukes are nine. You open 12. So yeah. it's been a one-way steady street yeah. on the Appalachian State Mountaineers here on the road in Harrison, Harrisonburg, Virginia here. Yeah, all money on the dog. You know, like you said, we opened 12, down to 9. I mean, that's a pretty uh, pretty significant move. A lot of action on the total. Actually, two-way, they bet me under 56, under 56 and a half, back over 55, and I'm back up to 56 on the game. But a lot of action. But you talked about how Madison got screwed. Oh, yeah. You know, what kills me, Jeff, I mean, what kills me is how they tell you all these rules are in place to protect the student athlete. <laughs> it's just such a bunch of crap. All it does is protect the biggest schools because they're the ones that make all the rules. I remember, God, this got to be 10, 15 years ago when Richmond moved into a new conference basketball I'm talking about. And they said, well, you know, they're not eligible to win the conference. And they waltzed through the conference. Well, you know, again, it's not fair to the other stuff. Not fair to who? These kids are out playing for their lives. And you got James Madison here, too. These kids are laying it on the line. Uh, you know, football is, you know, this is not an easy sport. And you're punishing these kids that have had a tremendously successful season. By the way, they were extremely successful and, as, an F, uh, as an FCS team yeah, yeah, as well. It was, it was them in North Dakota it State were the two, were the two in, powers in yeah, the FCS I mean, forever. Yeah. And what they've done is extraordinary. And the fact that this is year two in FBS and they are going to go 12-0 and in a regular season. Uh, and again, it probably will get a bull bid because right. there won't be yeah. enough yeah. six win teams. Right. But, that, <laughs> but the fact that they are yeah. not going to be in the Sun Belt Championship game, where also, by the way, they're better than Tulane is. And mm-hmm. they're they would they're losing out on a potential possibility to play in a New Year's six bowl here out of this, on top of all this, on yeah. this nonsense. I think, yeah, those two things there. I think had they finished twelve and zero, they probably would have been in a New Year's six yeah, game, thirteen and zero with the conference and, championship. And, you know, yeah, I mean, to these kids and to these schools, winning your conference is a big thing. Oh yeah, that's a big. That's you know, you put that trophy in your trophy case and hang it on your mantle. I mean, it's that's huge, and for them to be denied the opportunity to do that, I think is just discreet. It's ridiculous. You know, I think there'll be some. Uh, I think there'll be some support for Madison probably either tonight. Or tomorrow back morning. in the morning. I, I I would be surprised because they're just too good a team not to. And again, the fact that this game's moved three points, right, Chris? I yeah. I, I have to believe, uh, you know, going through getting below a a, a number like ten, a key number like ten. Uh, I also believe that there will not be enough uh, six win teams, and this team is going to wind up in a yeah. I, game. And I, I hope they do. I would be surprised if there's enough. I would be surprised yeah. if there's enough teams. Strug- to get- they've been struggling for ever, ever since they went to what forty three. How many? You know, forty forty one now. Yeah, forty one, not, not counting the uh, national not, title. Not game? enough. Uh, yeah. Not By enough. By the way, I made the teams. number twelve, so I thought the yeah. opening number was fine. So. Let's uh, go to Cincinnati and West Virginia real quick, Chris, because this is one of those. The main reason I'm bringing this up is the market's all over the place on this game. Where the market, there are some books that have four and a half on West Virginia now. 
You guys right now have the market high, tied with a few other books at six on West Virginia. Mm-hmm. You opened at seven. I thought that number was good at seven, and the betters have just taken this thing down. Well, my numbers came to eight, yeah, so, so yeah. <laughs> I, I used seven because I saw a lot of lower numbers around. But I did open the seven, and well, they told me I was wrong. They took the seven, took the six and a half. And, uh, you know, I, I actually have a little bit of money on West Virginia as well, so I'm not in that bad a shape on this game. You know, I love Chris's point about, uh, about listen, my number come, came to this, right? And there's probably folks out there saying, well, why didn't you just hang it that way? <laughs> well, because you see what's happening out there, and there's an element of – uh, to our uh, our jobs and, and the way we book games to where there's some anticipation. If you want to guarantee yourself one-way action, then you just, if you're that, you know, if there's a significant difference, then you post it up and you say, I don't care. But it's not the, you know, it, it's not always the, the, the best flop because you're, the market is going to, and you watch not only, you're part of the market. You're watching the mm-hmm. market and how things are going. So there's an element of anticipation, too. So Well, they took seven. Why would yeah. I let them take eight? There you go. Yeah, yeah. no, I, 100%. I, again, I thought West Virginia was a reasonable bet at seven. Definitely think. a reasonable bet at the five and a halves yeah. that are yeah, out that, there. That's, that's right looks now. like the main number right now. Yeah, I am, a little surpri- I am surprised with how that, how that played out. Cincinnati won on the road at Houston yeah. last week. Big deal. This is a bit of a rivalry. There's a regional rival. rivalry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, so a lot of recruiting uh, uh, mm-hmm. implications to this game. Let's uh, go to Georgia, Tennessee. Chris, you haven't moved this number all week. No. You've been sitting at 10 all week. There is some 9.5 in the market. Total's gone up a half point from 58.5 to 59. Uh, Georgia was Georgia last week. They just totally pummeled. After the first quarter and a half, totally pummeled and ran Ole Miss out of the building. Tennessee uh, kind of got what was coming for them after where they ran it up on Missouri a year ago. Yeah, they did. And Mizzou destroyed them in the second half last week, a 36-7 to loss for the Vols. Uh, Chris, I'm a little bit surprised that the betters have not uh, have not moved this on you. There is, a, like I said, a lot of nine and a half in the market. There's a lot of nine and a half. I got to tell you, and here here's uh, something to take note of for you handicappers out there. My numbers came to seven on this game. Okay. But the more I looked at it, and I'm going to thank my uh, good friend over here, Vinny, for telling me this team is a lot better with the, and I'm terrible with the names. I'm not even going to guess. The tight end that came back for Bowers was just a big difference for this team. And I did not make a, a strong enough adjustment with him being back. I mean, he really is a significant guy. And I think he uh, he probably moves him up. What can a tight end mean two points? I think he might. In yeah. this case yeah, I, agree. Yeah, I, I think he might you know so uh so if i if i move them up two points from the seven that my original power ratings came to that makes it a nine um you know so i mean 10 maybe still a little bit high uh but i'm willing to take a bet you know and if you guys want to come in and bet i got the best number around i think if i go to nine and a half or even nine i'll get plenty of georgia money back but i think you know georgia just dominated this team last year uh was just in a much superior class physically and I think I think it's even more so this year. And I will say this, Vinny, and Chris just made my point for me there. If you're getting physically outclassed by Mizzou, you're gonna get physically outclassed by Georgia, and that's what I think is gonna happen to Tennessee great, tomorrow afternoon. Great points, guys. Uh, here, here's what's scary for the rest of the country: Georgia's healthy now. Yes. Yeah. Let's they remember are. this. <laughs> yeah, Not only is, is Bowers came back last week, but let's remember this. When before, while he was hurt, McConkey developed into he was the main receiver, right? But what we have to remember is 
McConkie missed the first few games. He was hurt early in the season. Then Bowers got hurt. Last week was the first time that they've been together since probably week one. Okay? So, so the fact that this team is getting healthy, not only offensively, because we know their defense has really carried them for a good part of the season. Um, that's the scary part. And this team is, is in a position to three-peat. Hmm. You talk about balance and transfer portal and everything that's going on. That's a... a that's pretty scary when 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 you consider it. Vinny, we we talked about power rankings throughout yeah. the year. Of course, you were higher on Alabama than than some. That SEC title game right now that we know is going to happen in two weeks. But for actually, this for both of you. What what would you make that right now? I know there's some some that already opened it at three. Got bet the four. I saw Georgia uh, favored. Yes, Georgia favored yeah. against Alabama. I personally think that's. I don't have it that high on an, on the neutral field, which it's going to be. Yeah. I got it lower. I got about two, one and okay. a half. That's me personally, but again. Um, and of course, uh, in Atlanta, mm -hmm. uh, both. Uh, both they'll lay, uh, and they'll both, lay one and a half and two to get to of, three. Uh, both, both teams will have yeah. plenty of fans oh, in the yeah. building at, uh, at Mercedes. If we hung it up one and a half or two, I know they're going to they're gonna bet. So probably, but but from a from a power rating standpoint, um, it, I've, got, I've got about one and a half to two. Alabama does not play an FBS team this week. They play Chattanooga. So those lines will come up tomorrow morning. Mm -hmm. uh, but mm -hmm. Alabama, to me, Jalen Milrose found it. He got benched a, in that game yeah, and has been a, a different player he's since. Been, especially the last month, he's been as good as anyone no in question. the country at the quarterback position. Yeah. Uh, my number's coming to three. Okay. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I... Uh, I think that'll be a t I, I think that will be a take for me in the SEC title. I think so? Yeah. Right. I, think it'll be, I think it'll be a take. I could see laying one and a half. Well, I could see laying two, but I also could see taking three in that game. I think it's going to be yeah. a great, a terrific betting game. There's yeah. no oh, question about it. Well, that game always is oh, an amazing yeah. betting just, game. That'll be a great game. You know, those are games <laughs> yeah. that you, you, love, you love to book. Yeah. All right, let's let's uh, let's go to Michigan. They're on the road in College Park to take on the Terps. Maryland finally win number six. Took them five weeks, but they got there, so they're going to a bowl. Uh, Chris opened 19 and a half, down to 19 yesterday. Totals bounce around a little bit from 50 to 49, back to 49 and a half on this. We know Jim Harbaugh won't be on the sidelines. He is traveling to College Park with his team. Uh, so it's really just a suspension that you just can't be on the sidelines during these games. So, uh, you know, I, I I found nothing to bet in this game because I don't like Maryland. And it is a look-ahead spot because Michigan, of course, has Ohio State next week. Well, again, my power ratings come to 21. Okay. Kind of pretty close. And then you take into the fact they're, they've had it, they fired their linebacker coach or some things going on. Harbaugh won't be on the sidelines. They got Ohio State next week. So I opened this game 19 and a half. I was fine with that number, even though it was a little under my power ratings. They took the 19 and a half, which I definitely could see. But we'll get plenty of Michigan money tomorrow, I believe. And uh, we'll be okay on the game. But uh, no, I have no real opinion here. You know, I think one of the things that's galvanized this team is is this us-against-the-world mentality. <clears throat> Harbaugh does everything except go to the stadium and, and, and be on the sideline. He's in meetings. He runs the meetings. He's at the hotel. He's doing everything. I credit the staff and the players for the way they've rallied. And I think part of that rally includes, listen, we're not going to get caught in a look-ahead spot because we're not going to blow the chance next, you know, against Ohio State going into that game by, you know, uh, you know, taking this this one too lightly. Again, not saying they're going to cover the game. Win the game, we're covered. I have to stop to win the game. 
Um, but if you watch the what was as important last week was the to me the players post game conference uh, or comments uh, as much as uh, or even more so than than the coaches. I mean, this is a this is a laser focused group of players that they just don't like what's happened. And frankly, I don't I don't blame them. Well, I think the other thing you have to look at, I mean, these guys aren't here every single year, you know, yeah, of course, like Georgia, Alabama, they, you know, the fans almost take it for granted. Michigan hasn't won a national championship in a long time. Well, they, they, they would be their third straight playoff appearance yeah. if they get there. They get, so yeah. it's, it's starting to get normalized a little bit. And of mm-hmm. course, with the 12 team coming, you expect these Michigan, Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, at least two of the three of them to be there every single year. Granted, of course, the Big, tw- Big Ten with 20. It's yeah. going to look a lot The Big different. 20? <laughs> look yeah. a lot different. When USC and UCLA uh, with, join or, Oregon, year. Washington. Yeah, so Oregon, yeah. uh, it'd be a, a lot different looking. By the way, I'll, I'll, I'll ask you guys this too. Uh, right now, of course, you'll open this uh, on Monday. But yeah. Michigan, Ohio State, as of this moment, of course, we have to at see. Michigan, correct? Yeah, at, yes. in Ann Arbor. Uh, Michigan, of course, winning the last two years, including in Columbus a year ago. Uh Give me just one. Yeah, second. no problem. One one of the bigger home field advantages in the country as well, uh, there in Ann Arbor. Uh that of course that will be a noon kick a week from Saturday. My numbers uh look a little high, but my numbers come to Ohio uh Michigan uh, six. Ooh. Looks a little high. And it feels a little high. Looks a little high. Yeah. Uh, but I'm just going pure pure power rating numbers. Okay. So by the including way the home field. By the way, in the games of the year back uh, back in the spring, actually the summer, we waited this year because of the transfer portal. We we four, they took it, Chris. Remember mm-hmm. they took the four and the three and a half. Um, my numbers uh, come to uh, five, so I'm right there with Chris. I mean, you know, six, I can. Let's, you know what? Uh, this will be a pretty good betting game too, Jeff. Oh, I would say so. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I would say so. That's giving me a pretty darn and that's good. That's it's a game. playoff game, right? Yeah, I mean, it is. I mean, yeah, it's a play-in yeah. game, right? You, you, you yeah. want your you want your twelve-team playoff? All right, there you go. Yeah, that's there's one. That's yeah. one. That's one of them. That's going to determine more than likely the two seed in the college football playoff, mm-hmm. uh, assuming Georgia wins out. If Georgia wins out, they're getting the one seed yet again. All right, big implications in the ACC on this one. Louisville mm-hmm. on the road at Miami, Chris. Up to one on the cards here in South Beach. Mm-hmm. There is some pick still out there. 46 and a half here. Louisville wins this game. They are heading to Charlotte to take on Florida State in two weeks. I, I, I kind of like Miami in this game. I made them a very slight favorite. Uh, you know, and, and again, you're cutting it pretty close. Louisville's up to one. Uh, but maybe if it goes a little higher, you know, if I was out there playing, maybe I'd look to take a, a plus, any kind of plus money on, on the Miami team. I just thought they should be a very, very slight favorite here at home. Um, but Louisville, that's another team. That I think they made a good coaching change from oh, yeah. last year, uh, and I think it's a very good team. Um, I, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't know that they could beat Florida State though. But, uh, but I think they, you know, this is going to be for the opportunity to do that. Difficult spot, tough, uh, tough game, right? Even with Miami's trials and tribulations this year. That's one way to put it. But this is. Uh, the thing that concerns me here from a Louisville perspective is they've got some offensive line injuries that you're saying, well, you know, and they're probably not going to be at 100% uh, on the offensive line. They're going to be me missing some 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 key key pieces, but they need them healthy. But they got to win this game to get to the game where they, you know, for the title game. So, uh, 
it, it's it's a difficult spot. I think it's going to bounce back and forth between pick and uh, and would it would it shock me if Miami closed one? No, no. it really wouldn't. To be honest, we, weird spot also because the Bluegrass Showdowns next week also a mm. big rivalry yeah. game against Kentucky. That's true, and usually that game in recent years has been that's for been for bowl eligibility, it, but that's also been in the beginning of the season, right? A lot, a lot, uh, of, it's, a lot it's kind of, of it's yeah. kind of bounced back and forth. It's, yeah. the the it's either exactly. at the beginning or yeah. it's either at the end. So. Yeah, it's kind of interesting to see Who's how that. Who's your wife like? Well, so my wife, who's from Kentucky, it's you talk about. I know the the Civil War is 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 technically in in Oregon between Oregon and Oregon State. No, it's in my in laws' house. <laughs> so my father in law, big Louisville fan, Be, and the reason he was a Louisville, Louisville fan is because everybody was was just rooting for Kentucky, and he's someone I'm, I want. You know, I'm rooting for the other side. My wife's a Cats fan, big like go Big Blue okay. in my yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, I knew there was some kind of story. Like when I, when there's red, actually better than I was expecting. It, when honestly. when when there's red, I've got to qualify. It's like for St. John's. <laughs> it's it's got to be qualified. All right, let's uh, let's uh, let's touch Ohio State here real quick, Chris. Uh, Ohio State taking on Minnesota. I pre- a pretty mediocre year for for the Gophers, all things considered. Uh, they need one more win in order to get bowl eligible. Not coming this week. Twenty eight point dogs. In the shoe, senior day for the Buckeyes, 49 eight and a half. You know, this is one of the few games you really haven't had to move at all on this one. I got a little bit of money, plus 28. Yeah. <laughs> My parades came to 30. You know, if they fill me up, I'll move it down to 27 and a half. But so far, I've gotten I've gotten play, but not enough to move me. And, uh, hey, number sitting there. If you want to play it, there it is. And, uh, you know, if you move me down to 27 and a half, we'll be more than happy to move it down there. Two-way action at 28. There we go. There we go. I mean, but look. It's a key number. If, if Michigan's yeah. in a look-ahead spot, uh, even with its senior day, like you could say the same thing about Ohio State here, right? I mean, it's probably a little more dangerous to be in that position uh, on the road like Michigan is. Um, I think it's a better opponent uh, for, for Michigan as well. But uh, Ohio State's pretty focused here, too. Let's remember this. They've lost the last two years in a row yep. to uh, to Michigan. So, yeah. Uh, uh, Minnesota's a big disappointment to me. I thought they'd be uh, a yeah, lot they'd better. Be, we had them. Really we did. figured they'd be better, right, Chris? Yeah. Going yeah, that whole Big Ten West, yeah. other than Iowa, has been a big dis. Or actually, can't say that because Northwestern yeah. has been a shocking positive this year for yeah. them. Rewarding the, the coach field. too. With yeah, the, Braun yeah. gets the job good for permanently, him. and he's earned it. With good the fact that that team, I thought was going to be lucky to win two. Yeah, probably going to go mm-hmm. to the bowl. Uh, sitting at five and five. All right, I want to bring this game up. It's random, but Vinny brought it up when he was in with us on Monday, so I got to bring it up. Rice at Charlotte, Chrissy, Chris. Yeah, I got. I it'd be one of these games you bounced all over the place. Two, two and a half, three, two and a half, three. Uh, total hasn't moved, but Vinny brought it up on Monday as one of the heavier handle games as of Monday. You cannot believe the handle <laughs> I have on this game. I mean, I've kind of liked Rice a little bit all year. I made the number a little bit higher, but I mean, these guys, they rattled the board like crazy on this game. And, uh, you know, I guess Rice has a questionable quarterback, you know, but they still have played well. But uh, this is just <laughs> one of those unbelievable games. You never know. And sometimes Michael Gaughan will call me and say, Why? It's Michael. That's what the point spread's for. It's the equalizer. You know, we, we're. We evidently did our job. We got great two-way action on this one. I, I have, I, so I'm walking into the studio the other day. <laughs> I said, Chris, anything else? You know, I'm going to go over the usual thing. He goes, Wait, hold on a second. <laughs> 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 you got to mention this game. 
I said, yeah, what? He goes, Rice and Charlotte. He goes, just big bets, lots of two-way ag, a lot of, lot of ag. You know, there's, again, to, to Chris's point, if it's the point spread and there's something that, that, that entices somebody, um, look, you know what? Whether it's – maybe it's an injury, right? I mean, Rice's quarterback uh, is – I think it's questionable in this game. I yeah. think he'll he, he, leave the last game with a concussion. Uh, it was in concussion protocol, mm-hmm. right? But you know what? Hadn't stopped uh, folks uh, from, from getting involved. That's, uh, it's incredible. You never know. You never no, know which no, games you are going to light up the board, but this one has so far. All right, speaking of lighting up the board, what's going on? We got an Iowa total at 33? Come on now. What's oh, happening here? Not the lowest total on the board, no, Jeff. It's Navy's not. the lower total. Yeah, I mean, wow. I, and then forget forget the Navy game for a second. This game's been pounded to the over here, Chris. You, oh, the, they lit it up last yeah. week. They <laughs> Iowa put 22 on the board, and Jeff. Four, and 400 yards, no less. <laughs> you weren't sweating that total, were you, last week, No, I, I, I wasn't. But it was one of those where it's like, oh, this this is over. And then I, yeah. I look up at the screen, and Iowa has the ball inside the 20-yard yeah, line with I four know. minutes left at 22. It's like, what happened? <laughs> here. Uh, but Chris, uh, Illinois, uh, you know, this has actually We're been a very interesting betting game. Good action on yeah. this one, too. Yeah. Yeah. Total from 30 and a half to 33. Yeah. And Iowa from three to three and a half to three, now to two and a half. So you got the toggler both ways here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> by the way, I think I wrote down something. We got a lot of money line play on the dog. What what game number is that? 359. Uh, just a little bit of money line play on that game. So. Um, you know, so I, I don't know, a lot of action there. Some, again, one of those weird games. Would you pay uh, a big part of your bankroll to go and watch this game? I doubt it. But guys have a lot of opinions and are willing to put their money on it to make a bet. That's for sure. You know, I actually agree with the move from 30 and a half to 33. Do you really? I actually okay. do because I, you know, Illinois, Illinois has been weird this year. They've, that's they, another team they, that's disappointed yeah, me quite a bit. I mean, they're five and five. They're going to have to probably beat Northwestern next week. I yeah. don't see them winning in Iowa City here uh, on Saturday. But, I mean, last week they played a 48-45 game against Indiana, which was w- one of the wilder games uh, of Saturday last week. Yeah, this was a, a big disappointment to me, Illinois. A couple of things. First of all, you know, yeah. I, I would right – they're bizarre. They're, bizarre things happen in, in their games, right? And especially during the course of the season. Would it shock you really, though, if Illinois won this game? No. I don't it know. If it, it was a surprise, but not a shock, yeah, right? It wouldn't be a shock. I do want to mention one thing, too, because we've we've said it a couple of times and we, we, we passed it, but I do want to point out one thing because of a, of, a, of, a, of a flip of favorites, too. Sure. We talked about Northwestern. Yep. Coach got rewarded. They're home against Purdue this week. They opened as a two point favorite. Um, at one point, Purdue was a three point favorite. Now, I don't know if it's a. You know, maybe they're they're going to rest, uh, or you know, uh, on their laurels, or whatever the case may be. But I think it's going to come back down because we do have two and a half now. I believe there'll be some Northwestern money. I'm just bringing it up because it was a flip of favorites. No, I, no, no problem. And, uh, and yeah, and and for me, I think the move was okay, wrong. I wanna, personally, I, to, and I, 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 I think, think it comes wrong. back down. That's what yeah. I'm saying. So if you're interested in Northwestern, you're going to get them as a, a as a as a as a dog now and. Forget the points of that one. Just take the nice it's price. Some money line. Yeah, take yeah. the nice money line you know. price. And if Purdue beats you, so, so just be it. you know, I didn't want to uh, uh, want to no, make sure no that we, uh, we we pointed that out because it is a, a a change of favorites. Right Fl- now you can get a dollar thirty. I got a dollar and a quarter in my store. Yeah, but you can get a dollar thirty around. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, Sunflower Showdown, uh, K-State at Kansas. Hey, a rivalry yeah. that actually will exist past this year. Yeah. Uh, quarterback questions at KU here, of course. J- I think uh, J- they're down to their third Yeah, Jalen Daniels announcing that he's not coming back again this year, but he will return next year, so that's good news for 24 for KU, but it doesn't help him here. Jason Bean left that game last week in the first quarter with an ankle injury. It does not look like he's going to go based off the way this number has moved. So we'll see the third quarterback, Ballard, who's okay last week against Texas Tech. And for Kansas State, I mean, look, Kansas State, since that loss to to Oklahoma State five weeks ago, they lost to Texas by three. Their other games, they beat Texas Tech 38-21. to That was the close game. 41-3 41-3 over TCU, 41-0 over Houston, and 59-25 over Baylor. They have pummeled mediocre to bad teams this yeah. year. I don't want to throw Kansas in that scenario, but it is a lot to ask a third-string quarterback to keep that game tight against a K-State team that should be able to handle that defense. Yeah, I think I opened this game eight, if I remember correctly. So seven, 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 yeah, seven, yeah, you know, yeah. they laid me yeah. the seven pretty quick. And uh, once I found out the quarterback situation, I just kept raising it, raising it, raising it. Uh, I think 10, it'd be hard-pressed to take the 10. I'll tell you it's, the truth. It's, you know, it's, it's hard. It's one of those where it's like, all right, if, if Bean is in this game, it would have been a take at 7. Uh, I thought oh, 7 was a good, yeah. was a good number. Yeah, I thought point. it was a good number, yeah. and I thought that was a take at 7. Anything north of 7 would have been an auto-take for me. Just again, when you're, when you're dealing with a kid who, who I thought was okay last okay. week against Texas Tech. They okay. couldn't punch the ball in the end zone. That's why they lost that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... You're kind of like, if you somehow get north of 10, it's almost like, all right, I'm obliged. And if K-State blows me out, they blow yeah. me out. By the way, two really good coaches. Uh, Both excellent these coaches. coaches deserve a yeah. lot of Cli- credit. Climbing a light pole. Excellent. What, what they did with these programs, because, you know, Kansas has been bad for most of oh, yeah. my life. And Kansas State was good, bad, good, bad. You know, they had some great years under Snyder and then kind of fell away a little bit. But uh, both these teams, both these coaches really deserve a lot of credit. I'm glad this uh, rivalry is going to stay intact. Yeah. Yep. Not going anywhere. Let's go to Arizona and Utah here. This is a fascinating game tonight where Arizona is scorching hot right now. What what a year. What a great job by Mm -hmm. Jetfish. They're seven and three. Incredible Mm -hmm. what the Wildcats have done. Utah, you know what? They had their shot last week, had a shot to knock out Washington, Mm -hmm. couldn't quite do it. Second half, they're off. Utah's offense came crashing back to earth in that second half, uh, losing by a touchdown. Covering, thank you to uh, the defender on Washington who decided to pull the Deshaun Jackson. If you had oh, Utah yeah. last oh, week, God, yeah. got, got you there because of that. Uh, Chris, you know, this is an interesting line to me. I, I thought that I thought Utah was actually going to come a road favorite in this game. And instead, Arizona comes the slightest of home favorites right now, one and a half. Uh, some one out there as well. I made Utah one in the game. Yeah. So, again, cutting it pretty close. But uh, Utah, you know, I know they had quarterback problems all year. I understand that. But still very disappointing to me what they've done. And take the exact opposite uh, evaluation of Arizona. I thought that they would struggle this year. I, I, I'd have to go look and see what I have my season win totals on them. Not very high, I can tell you that. But they've played uh, tremendous football. Great accolades to that that coach for what he's done with th- this year. And like I said, I made Utah one. That's nothing that I would play here, but... Definitely the money on Arizona here. Jeff, a month ago, Utah would have been a favorite in this game. Maybe even three weeks ago, yeah, they would have yeah, been a favorite. I mean, yeah. But uh, uh, 
you hit, uh, you and Chris hit on the key points, and uh, it's, it starts with the coaching. Yeah, Arizona with a, a, a nine. If you win this game, they're not going nine and three. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, that is an amazing accomplishment Absolutely. for a team that was picked at the bottom of the conference. Coaching in consideration. Yeah. Uh, Nationally, he, he, not just he, he conference. Des- he he deserves it. I don't know. Again, it's kind of the same. Not going to happen. But. Kind of the same thing with Barry Odom, where I didn't think he'll be ignored in the national landscape. But Fish has done as good of a job as anyone this year. All right, Oregon, real quick. Uh, Oregon's twenty-five against Arizona State. Uh, up three points. Yeah, up three yeah. points. Civil War next week. Kind of a look-ahead spot, but Arizona State. They sometimes have looked okay. Yeah. They had the win against Wazoo. They they. Should have beat Washington in Seattle, uh, but this uh, if the Ducks are focused here, I think that 25 is right on there, Chris. I think it's a little high. A little high? I really do. I think it's a little too high. I, I think, uh, I, you know, can they be focused for this one with the Civil War coming up, you know, the last time ever? And uh, I don't know. I think I think Arizona State right now, I think they show up for this game. I, I kind of like the dog in this one. I mean, you you can't lay it at this point, right? I mean, you, right, you're you, not you laying the bed. through 23 yeah. and 24, yeah. so. Um, but Oregon's on a mission. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how about the 10 a.m. kick in Provo? You like that, Chris? <laughs> I, you know, yeah. hey, this just shows what is, I, I, again, Sataki, to me, I never really loved the head coach of BYU. Mm-hmm. What has transpired the last month there should never be allowed to transpire at BYU. And they're 24 and a half against Oklahoma here, where, you know what the scary part of it is? I'm not sure if that's enough with the way that BYU has looked and now into the second quarterback with Slovis not playing again. Yeah, that's a little high. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm very high. I'm at 20 myself, yeah. you know, yeah. but uh, I wouldn't be beating down the doors to bet uh, BYU, I can tell you that. And you're right, I, you know, I didn't really even look at that time. That's a weird, why would they do that? Why yeah, they do stuff senior like that? day in uh, Pro Bowl, you know what, there won't be many people hung over going nah, to the game no in Pro Bowl, so. <laughs> <No>. uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, let's go to the big one then. Let's go to the big one. Corvallis, the site. How about that? Corvallis in big game. You don't say that very often. Yeah. Just the fourth time ever that Washington and Oregon State are going to play each other when they're ranked in the top 15. How about that, Chris? And Washington, undefeated, an underdog in this one. Beavers, a one-and-a-half point favorite. The total is 62, as high as two. Uh, you know, this... This just looks like this is going to be a great football game that I will be very happy not to place a wager on, at least pre-flop here. Well, this is one of those where I, you know, I really try to be as objective as possible when I make my power ratings. And that is, at that point, just addition and subtraction to come up with my number. Well, I came up with uh, Oregon State 2. And as soon as I wrote that down, I said, wait a second, can that be right? And like, yeah, that's it. That's, you know, and evidently... Uh, I mean, we're looking at one and a half for the number, so I guess it wasn't that far off. But I think this is going to be a terrific game. Um, you know, I have a kid that lives in in Seattle, so I'm kind of, you know, ordinarily going to root for Washington uh, unless I'm uh, turned around bet wise. But uh, I think this is going to be a great game. And you know, when I've been on that Oregon State campus too, and I took my daughter around a bunch of schools on the West Coast, and uh, really like that campus, great one. And you could see where. You know, I'm glad to see they, they now have such a good football team. Listen, <clears throat> tough place to get to as well, right? We talk about, uh, you know, some difficult travel. Now, probably not, not too a bad little bit more for Washington, right? Yeah. Uh, not, not, as, not as much of a factor. But again, um, give them credit for the way they've found ways to win games. But when you look at the 
uh, Oregon trajectory since the, the the loss to Washington, and Washington's again to their credit escaped a couple of times. Um, this is a, this is a tricky spot here. By the way, this is also a classic example of a difference between ratings yeah. and. Uh, polls, right? Rankings. Forget if if, if anybody thinks that Washington, if, if Oregon State wins this game, it's not an upset. Okay, they're the favorite. They're home, and and for, again, forget about this ratings, rankings. Okay, don't determine polls. Don't determine point spreads. Oh, and, and also too, if you're just looking at the college football rankings. I mean, Oregon State's 11. Like they, they're if this was a 12 team playoff, they're in it yeah. right now, and they should be. Yeah, I, as of this moment, I agree with you. Well, I think Kansas is is ranked above Kansas State. Oh, uh, no. K-State's no? now ahead of them now. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. K-State went, so, is now four slots ahead. Okay. Well, uh, that's, a, that's a lot for a 10-point uh, yeah, dog just, at home. Just, you know. a, just a smidge, uh, I would say. All right. Let's get a few more before we swap over to the NFL. Uh, the, oh, boy, the muster, the, 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 the is out of it in the L.A. In the LA Bowl. I mean, oh, UCLA, I mean, yeah. sounds like Chip Kelly might be on his way yeah. out. You know, USC, obviously, well-documented the struggles they've had this year. Southern Cal is a five-point favorite, at the five-and-a-half-point favorite at the Coliseum, total 64. I, it just two teams that have been a monster disappointment in the back. Both of them. I, I, I really I made the game seven. Uh, I, I, I don't know what happened to Chip Kelly. You know, I mean, yeah. I used to really like him, thought he was really smart and innovative. But the fact is, he has not done a very good job at UCLA. Nope. Um, and that being said, USC, talk about 11 holograms on defense. That's probably <laughs> what it seems like with USC is playing. Uh, yeah, but uh, I mean, I, listen, it's still going to be a good game, but it'll be fun to watch. Greatest uniform game in all of college. Oh, yeah. Maybe in all of sports. I think it is. Uh, so that, that'll be fun to watch in that sense. But uh, a lot of money shown on the dog. And uh, you know what, Jeff? I'm okay with that. I made it a little higher. We'll see. I'll probably need USC in this game. This is the season finale for USC, so this is more likely than not it's the final game we see Caleb Williams yeah. uh, in, in red and yellow uh, for that one. All right. Uh, looking down the board here, I got to bring it up because it's, uh, it's a huge game in the Big 12. Jimmy mentioned it earlier with your big player, Chris. Iowa State taking mm -hmm. on Texas. Iowa State went to Provo and just destroyed BYU last week. Uh, Texas, they got Quinn Ewers back. They got a nice win. They got a nice win. They got a lot more uncomfortable than it needed to be at the end of the game against TCU. Uh, down to seven on this one now, uh, which is the market low right now in this game. Well, I made it eight. That's what my power ratings came to, and I think that's what we opened it. Uh, but they bet me the dog, you know, and uh, you saw the guy that came in and with the uh, uh, when Jimmy seven came with the guy's tickets, took the seven and a half. So we're down to seven. Looks like I'll probably be needing Texas in this game, but you never know. Uh, we still got uh, 24 hours until game time. I think we'll, we won't be searching too hard for Texas money. It'll show up. Five o'clock Pacific start position nicely. Going to be a lot going to it, and that's going to impact how this number moves. Missouri and Florida. Mm. Tigers. Uh, <clears throat> Have a New Year's Six Bowl in their grasp. Win the last two games, probably will get uh, either to Atlanta or Dallas. Uh, Chris, you guys are the market high on this game on Mizzou, 12 and a half. Uh, there's even some 11 out there in the market right now. 56 and a half the total. And you know what? I actually agree with the move on this one, just more so 
of a fate of Florida more than anything. Yeah, I, I thought number, I, I made the number 12. And again, when I made it, I thought, wow, that looks a little high. But, you know, Missouri is playing really well. Florida, not so much. But they laid, they laid me the numbers here. You know, Jeff, that's, uh, you know, that's why we're up that high. I think uh, Jimmy had a ticket on them for, uh, on Missouri for 10,000. Yeah, so we're up to 12 and a half. Nobody's uh, coming in and taking it. I was kind of hoping they would take at least a little bit back, you know, but uh, I can see it. Missouri's playing really well. Florida, I think, you know, another team, we've had our doubts about them all year, and Missouri has just gotten better and better as the year's gone on. I like the way this Missouri team battles. Your alma mater fights, you know, Jeff, and um, uh, we did get a limit play, too, on the uh, the total. This total opened 59, down to 56 and a half. I I think there'll be some over money as we get uh, into uh, into Saturday here. Wouldn't shock me, uh, but the, the you know just, just the kind of sentiment the way folks uh, view this matchup. One last one, and I have to do it because it's the biggest game UNLV has played in a long time. Sure, in Colorado Springs, taking on Air Force. If UNLV wins on Saturday, and then beats San Jose State at Allegiant Stadium. UNLV is going to the Mountain West title game and forget going. They're hosting it uh, <laughs> if they win these last two games. Uh, but Air Force, who I, I, Chris, I'll be honest with you, I have no idea what's happened to Air Force these last two weeks where they looked like a dominant yeah. team in that league and then Army beats them handily. They had six turnovers in that game. Uh, even so. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, six turnovers. I, I, Can't what's that? Can't yeah. <laughs> and then. Last week, the late night in Hawaii. That's the one that really bothered me. I, I, they turned it over four times in that one, too. But even so, uh, this Air Force team that was dominant, dominant, dominant through their first nine games, they're now leaking oil. Uh, three, the number here, Chris, right now on this one. All right, you, I, you know, I'm kind of like you. I didn't know what to make of those. Last, but the last game really bugged me. I made this number two. Okay. So I'm, I, I kind of like UNLV in this game, uh, but we've been doing some great action between the three mm. and three and a half. But, I, you know, I, I've, I've been kind of a closet Air Force fan all these years. I've said it on this show. I'm, I watched them play football, and I'm glad they're the guys defending our country. Well, I'm glad they weren't defending it the last two weeks because uh, we might be in a little bit of trouble. But uh, I don't know. I think it's a really tough game. Like I said, I made it a little bit lower. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I don't, I'm not sure who we're going to need in this one. Whoever it is, that's who I'm going to be pulling for. UNLV improves, and so does the, yeah. so does the action on their games. Yeah. And, uh, Again, if, they win, if they, they win these last two games, year one mm -hmm. with Barry Odom, where the only two losses, one of them was at Michigan. No, nothing wrong with that. Covered. Covered. Yeah, they they did. cover, right. That's they right. did. And then the other one was that weird game at Fresno that yeah. they had plenty of opportunities to win and just couldn't find a way. And then they came all the way back. And I remember they were they were down and they and they had a chance to win that game. Well, they were up ten at halftime, yeah. horrible then, third quarter, and yeah. then two red zone drives with no points in the fourth quarter. Uh, but wild story nonetheless on a UNLV team that again ten wins could have, could have very easily been five or six seasons mm -hmm. uh, earlier in the decade, and here they are with a legit shot at ten wins on the season. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we go to the NFL, and we're going to begin with what happened last night because significant, significant injury to Joe Burrow is going to end his season. We'll ask the guys how that moves future books and more on Cincinnati and, and AFC North, which looks wide open for those wild card spots. Next on Sports by the Book.
South Point is also proud to provide a variety of relaxing amenities for the guests who want to be pampered. Soak up the sun and let your stress melt away in our lagoon-style paradise swimming pool. A relaxing getaway where you can bask in the desert sun and enjoy seasonal food and bar service poolside. And if you really want to escape, come to Spa Costa del Sur. From couple suites to a co-ed wet area, our spa caters to business and leisure travelers who want to unwind and elevate their senses. A visit to one of our spa's steam, sauna, or whirlpool treatment rooms will leave any guest feeling like they can take on the world. Our gaming amenities include over 60 table games and over 2,600 of the most popular slot and video poker machines. We have penny slots, including the popular Buffalo games and real machines like Wheel of Fortune, Triple Sevens, and Megabucks. If you prefer video poker, try Deuces Wild, Double Double Bonus, or a variety of multi-denomination games. Or try your hand at one of the most popular casino table games in the world, Blackjack. Don't let the game intimidate you. Blackjack, also known as 21, is both easy and fun. And our dealers are always happy to assist. And the best part, Blackjack always pays three to two. Next, check out the roulette tables. Roulette is one of the easiest casino games to learn and so much fun to play. It's a favorite of both beginners and seasoned players. In addition to Blackjack and Roulette, our casino pit features over 60 popular table games like Baccarat, Pie Gal Poker, Three Card Poker, Ultimate Texas Hold'em, and Mississippi Stud. So get out of your room and come join in the fun. Football Friday continues on Sports by the Book. Happy to be with you. I'm Jeff Parles. Chris Andrews is here. Vinny Maliulo is here. We saw Jimmy Vaccaro earlier. Jimmy is mm -hmm. probably at the spa right now, I would make a guess, right? Holding a briefing. Yeah, that's safe, safe bet. Safer than betting Oklahoma pick them. Oh, there we go. <laughs> very, very good. Very good. All right, let's uh, get into it uh, before we get to the games on Sunday. Of course, last night, Baltimore... A comfortable win, a pretty easy cover, 34-20. Game goes over a rare primetime over uh, in that game last night. But that's that's not the big result here. The big result here is that Joe Burrow's season is over. A ligament tear in, in, his, in his wrist, in his throwing hand, he's done. Zach Taylor confirmed that this morning. Going to get surgery. So Jake Browning will be handed the keys to the car there in Cincinnati, Chris. And look, we didn't... Before last night, Mr. Browning had one career pass. So we really have no idea what we're getting. But this is, Vinny, you and I talked about this before the year. I, to me, this is the biggest QB1 to QB2 drop in the NFL, if we're talking about what the regular. What difference? I think it's a whole touchdown. Okay. I think it's a whole touchdown. Well, they asked me today, yeah. uh, Patrick Everson, good yeah. friend of ours. I told him the way Burroughs played this year, I make it six. Okay. I, yeah, says, I agree ordinary burrow i'd make it seven right yeah you know, but he's kind of had his troubles this year he's you know uh but you know I, we're we're right there it's it's got to be mm -hmm. six seven right right in that area and for now just looking at chris you obviously up the odds on the super bowl yeah. which they're five and five even if burrow stayed healthy and had lost last night it was still going to be an uphill battle yeah uh and now with browning i i just don't see how that team gets to more than seven wins at this rate especially where they get Pittsburgh twice. I think we all know what's going to happen in those two games. 
14, 13. Steelers will find a way in both of them, probably. (laughs) Uh, They still have to play Kansas City. They still, yeah, they they have to go on the road to Jacksonville. They have a tough road. They have a tough road ahead. And I just, sometimes you just have years where nothing goes your way. And this just happened to be that year for Cincinnati. Uh, uh, even in a year where it's weird to say that two of the AFC favorites are having that type of year, but them mm. and Buffalo are both having that yeah. type of year, but Cincinnati a lot worse off now. Vinny, help me. Mm-hmm. Was I down to eight to one? I think. For, yeah, it was. Like, they were below. They, we, they were. They were actually lower, Chris. I, at one point, I think, especially when they got on that little bit of a yeah. run. Then oh, we had a lot of money. Ra- then the Ravens, and there was money on them all. Ton of money. Summer, all if summer you look long. at my board, they're yeah. they're. Other than the Raiders, I think they're the worst team for me in the Super Bowl. So I had them pretty low. Well, I jacked them up to thirty this morning, you know. So I mean, and, and even that's probably too low. All, all I'm going to say is, I think you're safe on both accounts. <laughs> I think you're safe on the Bengals. Raiders account. are five and five. Uh, it's, it's, okay, I know, they, Jeff. They, I'm just playing they, devil's. Oh, I know. We'll get to that Raider game. I think they're going to get. They can't one. play the Jets and the Giants every week. I, so. you, you beat me. <laughs> oh, yeah, you beat um, me to it. You know. It, Let's let's remember this for a variety of reasons, and and obviously, you know, in this case, you know, you're talking about an injury to the key player, right? Um, there's always about what four or five teams that didn't make the playoffs the year before that do in the yep. following year, and vice versa, right? So here you have, you've got a situation where. Um, and, and by the way, that money that was played on them over the summer—don't forget—Burrow missed the entire preseason, right? As a, as a precaution well, with the did, calf injury. The calf, yeah. So, but people still felt that the Bengals were, uh, you know, w- one of the teams that they wanted to back in uh, during the summer and in, in the early part of the season with the in the future book. So, Vinny, we three it. weeks ago, just looking at the midway point, sure, I had thought that they were the most dangerous team in the NFL. Evidently, a lot of people did. Burrow was Burrow healthy. Yeah. Yeah. They looked better. Yeah. They had a, and then you lose that, the game last week against Houston, and now this happens, and right. it's lights out. See you later. It's it, all over. It looked like they were you know, poised to uh, uh, not only make a move, but uh, a, a big statement in that, in that win at San Francisco, right? How impressive oh, yeah. were they yeah. in that yeah. game, wow. right? Yeah. yeah. You know, I like Jake Browning in college. We'll see how that translates yeah, to the pro. I, <laughs> yeah. I was not inspired by what I Welcome saw. Welcome to the show. He looked okay. Granted, it was know, against I mean, a good defense. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see. Well, you know, it's weird because up until yesterday, the big QB news of the week was Cleveland. Yeah. Where Deshaun Watson's season is over. Right. Uh, shoulder sh- surgery coming. Uh, they brought Joe Flacco in for a workout today, Chris. I saw that. Boy, that, that can't <laughs> warm the hearts of Browns fans. Uh, Dorian Thompson-Robinson's going to get the start yeah. this week for Cleveland. Uh, they take on Pittsburgh where, you know, sometimes you just you just have the horseshoe in your back pocket, and that's honestly what's going on with Pittsburgh this year. Everything that can possibly go their way has gone their way, and you know what? Credit to them. They've taken advantage of it so far this year. And, Chris, you, oh, yeah, you were high as four and a half before the Watson injury was announced. And then, obviously, after they that. They laid me the four, Jeff. They, they laid, laid me the four. They, they laid, laid the opening number on yeah. Sunday night. Four, four and a half. Obviously, now uh, a lot different between <laughs> Watson and yeah. DTR. Uh, yeah. You're Cleveland one right now. And the total, my goodness, the total is 33. Well, <laughs> so you got to remember, they yeah. were the same black and gold that Iowa does. <laughs> yes. So a lot of people were mistaking them for Iowa. <laughs> I, uh, I I will tell you this, Chris. I actually like this game over. Oh, man. Okay. For one reason. For one reason. The defensive uh, prowess. Both teams can score defensively. Bingo. There you yeah. Bingo. In the first matchup, when it was Watson and Pickett, 
Pittsburgh scored twice on defense. <laughs> now they're playing DTR, who, again, you'd have to imagine DTR is a lot better prepared for this one than he was that week four start, where that was weird, where Watson was okay on Thursday. Yeah. And then on Sunday morning, it's like, oh, he's not playing. All right, great great job, everybody. Uh, but, you know, it just this Steeler defense finds a way, and they find a way to turn you over, and this is not the type of matchup you want a kid making his second career start in. No, I know. You know, I, one uh, disappointing, Minka Fitzpatrick will not play this week. Yeah. I think he's just such a key to that defense. But he's been out most of the year, really, uh, or at least half of it. But when he comes back, I think this defense will be even better. Jeff, I want to back up for a minute and talk about this Cincinnati situation. Sure. Did, uh, did the Bengals or the NFL, did they fall down on the fact that he was hurt before the game? I mean, they showed him with a – some sort of a wrap or something yeah, on, his, I, on, his, I, I th- on his hand. The NFL's investigating now yeah. that the Bengals did not list him. Of course, if we're talking about high-end quarterbacks getting listed on injury reports late, go back a few weeks, Mahomes gets the flu. Kansas City, even though they knew he was going to play, listed him on there. Same sort of thing probably should have happened here with Burrow, where just, all right, full practice or limited practice, wrist. Something along those lines, yeah. even if he doesn't show up to be questioned. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, no real money showed, you know. I mean, no, like anybody knew it, Vinny. That's you know? true. And it, I think Chris's point is important because especially, let's call it what it is, there's partnerships now yep. with uh, with gaming companies and, uh, and the NFL. All right? Tr- full transparency. That's what we want. That's what the league says they want. Um, somebody missed something here because clearly – uh, this uh, this is not something that had. I think it was aggravated during the game. Oh, for sure. But yeah. clearly there was there was an issue going into the game. Yeah, it definitely got re-aggravated on a hit by Clowney mm-hmm. play mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. the touchdown, and then obviously we saw again the out for the year now. Joe Burrow with ligament tears in his throwing wrist. Listen, I, you know, I mean, I'm a Steeler fan, obviously. And the Bengals. I've I've kind of made the joke probably for the. Rest of my, I'm 67 years old. Probably for the rest of my life, I'm going to be rooting against Joe Burrow, which doesn't sound like fun. But you never want to see a kid no, get hurt. No. Not, I mean, no. y- you can make the argument that he's the second best quarterback in the NFL when, he when fully healthy. Yeah. I mean, that, that's an easy argument to make. You know, it's funny. My wife loves Joe Burrow. I keep talking. You know, I'm a Steeler fan. You understand that, right? But oh, well. any anything else on the Steeler Brown game? No. Uh, again, lowest. This is the lowest total we've seen in an NFL game this year at 33. Uh, and again, kid making his second career start. Well, you know, there was there were high hopes, right? Because let's remember this: he had such a terrific preseason. But that again goes and speaks to the difference between the preseason uh, and the regular season. Again, when you're when you're in the preseason, you 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 may not even see the twos, much less uh, you're certainly not going to see the ones, right? Um, uh, but uh, you know, he's Here's what's interesting. They've obviously seen more in him, right, to to to, to give him the nod here. So the the thing is that the Browns just keep doing it. They keep finding ways to to overcome their offensive injuries. Their defense has carried them, uh, and you've got now you know you've got another another terrific defense uh, going with the Steelers. So. Uh, Again, if you're looking at the game and you're looking at the total, pay close attention to the weather. Jeff, you got the. Uh, the I know there was some weather coming through the uh, the Midwest part of the country. 
Looks fine to but me. A kick. Yeah, I think it's coming good. before. Yeah, so 48, it's not de- 48 be, degrees, yeah. 8 mile an hour so winds. Looks wanna, fine to me. Kind of give a glance at that too, right? Particularly this time of year and with such a low total, right? And a game that's basically a pick em. Then if I could uh, just interrupt yeah. that one thought. You know, I, I think they kind of know what P.J. Uh, I keep almost calling him P.J. Harvey again. Well, they know what P.J. Walker is. Yeah. But I think maybe they see a potential for a bit of an upside uh, with DTR. Yeah. And, uh, I, I mean, listen, if you're in that locker room, and especially with that defense, mm-hmm. you got to think, yeah, we still got a shot of making this playoff. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think yeah, that, yeah. that would be my hunch. And well, the coach don't. is there every day to watch these Absolutely. Guys, you know? Look, one of these two teams is making a playoff. Yeah. One sure. of the two of them are getting there. Yeah. They're just the the path to 10 wins for both of these teams. I mean, I mean, with the Steelers remaining schedule, if they win this game, yeah, two times at Jake Browning. You get Arizona at home. You get the Patriots at home. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a that, that's yeah. that's that's 11. That's 11 wins yeah. for yeah. Mike Tomlin. You know, seriously, yeah. one of the writers at Pittsburgh was saying, all they have to do is go like one and one, one and one, one and one. They're in the playoffs. Yeah, no, they look, they're scheduled. Oh, and by the way, they still have Indy, which is a winnable game on yeah, that schedule. Sure, like, sure. They're, the Steelers find a way to go to Cleveland and sweep the season series from the Browns. They are in incredible shape, shape. Yeah. Uh, to get into the postseason. And you know what? They'd still be tied with Baltimore in the loss column. Crazier things have happened, but the AFC North would not be totally well, out of play. I'll tell you what, you were talking about quarterback point. injuries. Yeah. You know, I still think, uh, you know, Jackson plays the game where he, he can easily get hurt. Night. Yeah, I mean, I've been saying it for years. Listen, when he's 100% and he's on, the year he won the uh, unanimous MVP, mm-hmm. I was for it 100%. I thought he, he was amazing. Hands down and had to. Yeah. But I just worry about this kid's career. He doesn't take care of himself the way he should. Let's, uh, let's go to... Uh, Another uh, guy who's dealt with injuries, Kyler Murray. Let's go there. Arizona. I know. I know your favorite there, Chris. Uh, Arizona at, at, at Houston. I, you know, I got to give Kyler his due. He looked great last week. They did. He looked they fully did. healthy. Yeah. Warrior. Uh, Arizona with the win against the, <laughs> the Falcons, who just find ways to lose every single week at this point. Now they go on the road, and you know what, Chris? I'll just ask you this: Houston with that gigantic win last week in Cincinnati. They're over 500. They're currently the last playoff team in the AFC right now. I think this is a little bit of an overreaction, just how big of a favorite and how aggressively they've been bet this week. There's some six out there on this game Mm -hmm. now. You're at five and a half. You opened at six. Mm -hmm. The betters initially took Arizona all the way down to four, and now it's coming back up the ladder. I I just think this is one of those. I'm not saying Houston's going to lose this game. But from a spread perspective, this feels a little aggressive to me. And that opening six would have been a take uh, if I was hot on time. Well, I've had a couple guys that agree with you and a couple guys that have bet me some pretty big money on the dog. I happen to disagree with you. What, uh, what, did, what did you make it? Uh, I made it eight. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm very much anti-Arizona, uh, mostly because I'm anti-Kyler Murray. Uh, and I'm also... I'm in love with C.J. Stroud, but uh, you know, a, a lot of the country is. You know, oh, but, yes. But I got to say, I was one of the first. Uh, I think he's just terrific. And I just don't like Arizona. I don't, I don't like a lot of bottom. I know Vinny's going to tell you they play really hard. That is true. They play really hard. And Kyler Murray has his moments where he is fantastic. But I like Texas. I like the Texans in this game. Um, like I said, I got to respect the money. I got to respect the handicappers who have come in and, you know, Jeff, I respect you and your opinion, and there's a lot of other guys that feel the same way. But, uh, 
Yeah, listen, I disagree. And uh, like the old saying goes, that's what makes horse racing. You, you know, this is going to be a very interesting for survivor pools that have made it, people that have made it this far. This is going to be a pretty common pick this week, Houston. Uh, just looking at the board, I know there's a lot of bigger favorites there, but some have Thanksgiving rules oh, yeah. and mm. Dallas and Detroit are going to have to be used this upcoming week. Uh, a lot of people have already used Miami, uh, who played the Raiders this week and are the biggest favorites on the board. Same deal with San Francisco. They've also been used by the majority of people as well. So don't be surprised if we, we see on Saturday evening that Houston's the number one survivor selection is to me, it's going to be a hold on to your hat. I still think Houston wins the game, but I think it's going to be going to be a little bit sweaty if you have. Them. Well, let me just tell you, five and a half, six point favorites lose all oh, the yeah. time. Right. They, so last look week. at last week. Houston last was a week. five and a half point dog last week. I didn't and mean won the game. Salt in the wound there, Vinny. I, too, my, soon. My humbly, too soon. My humble. Too soon. Too soon. But we're used to it. Um, look, a good two way betting game, as Chris pointed out, went down the ladder, now coming back up the ladder. This is a dangerous spot for, for Texas. As, a, as now uh, they are a playoff contender, they've got suspensions and injuries to deal with both offensively yep. and defensively more and Cardinals are healthier overall particularly with Murray uh back uh and and so I I, I just this this could be a a, a tricky spot for uh, for the Texas it wouldn't shock me if this game is closer than what some people might uh, might think let's uh let's let's uh, move along here to a game that I gave a big old Cross through when as, as soon as I saw that it was on the schedule, I didn't even need to see the number, Chris, because I knew what it was going to be. Yeah, the Chargers and the Packers. Chargers are three in Green Bay, forty-four to total. I have absolutely. Oh, you know what? All I'll say is this is going to be a one-score game either direction, and I'm not sure if it's going to land four or not. But someone is going to have to drive the length of the field in order to tie or win this game late, and that's the main reason I want nothing to do with this game. Well, the Chargers go from a home dog to a road favorite. Yeah, that's all, always not a good sign. That, that's one, of, and even though they lost at home last week, but yeah. they still won thirty-eight from, points. Yeah, they Five did. Points. You know, <laughs> but uh, wow, you know, I don't know. I mean, just on that principle alone, I just kind of like the Packers. I, I mean, listen, I made the number two and a half. It's three, and even three with some juice on the dog. Uh, you know, so I, 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 I mean, if I was out there playing, I guess I, I might take a three or take a money line. Just on principle, the home dog going to a road favorite, but uh, a tough game here. I think it went to three and a half for a brief. For a we did bit. go to three, three and a half. Yes, we yeah. did. Yeah. And then uh, they took the three and which again, it's a, it's a take of Makes the number. Makes sense. Uh, I mean, so you, uh, it's going to be one of those games that uh, we don't need the. Uh, we're not going to need the Chargers by three here. But I, uh, I think you know, Chrissy summed it up perfectly. I mean, it's this Charger team; it can't keep finding ways to lose games. I mean, but and it, but this is the narrative. You know, look, this is. We're in 2023. Hit the rewind to 22, 21. 20. I mean, it's oh, just, they do this every year. Every it's I, the same, the it, same old like people. The it same doesn't old matter chargers. who's playing quarterback. You, it doesn't matter who's coaching. It's the score, same story every time. 36 <laughs> and 38 points in games that you lost at home. What are you doing? By the way, uh, I, I did not bring this up on Monday, and I it, my mistake. Dan Campbell made a decision that not a lot of coaches would have made. Going for it on fourth down. Yeah. I thought it was the only decision in that. Did you game. really? I didn't think they were getting a stop. That okay. was my whole thing is that okay. you got to, if you're, if you're Detroit, you got to win the game right there. Because if you let the Chargers get the ball back, and also that was what, a 48 yard kick? It's not a gimme, even though Patterson's a good kicker. Yeah. I thought it was a decision that 
probably of the other 31 head coaches, I would say probably 26 of them kick. And I think two, you're probably right. And yeah. two of the six that wouldn't kick were in that game <laughs> uh, with Staley on the other side. I can tell you this. The dice are not only rolling on the craps tables. <laughs> right you, down, one down. Oh, did, did you did you hear what, what Campbell said on Detroit Radio this week? That uh, he, that was the 100th time in his tenure that the Lions have got, went on fourth down. 100 times now. Really? And he was asked about it on Detroit Radio, and uh, Campbell says, well, there's a reason I tell my family members to have diapers on at the beginning of the week. <laughs> I did hear that. <laughs> I did hear that. <laughs> so, uh, Dick, uh, can you, you have to root for this guy, hey, look, yeah. I was so yeah. wrong on him because yeah. that opening press conference was so ridiculous oh, yeah. that it was like, all right, this guy's going to be biting ankles. This guy's going to be gone in three years. Yeah. It's going to be a mess. But no, look, he's they love him. He's a, he's a really good coach. And yeah. that, his hiring is the moment the culture changed. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, again, it's the Detroit Lions. They're going to win the NFC North. <laughs> I, I mean, stop and think. And Vinny yeah. and I are a little older than you, obviously. Who's the greatest coach in Detroit Lion history? It might be Wayne Fonts, who <laughs> yeah. I think has a losing record. Yeah. I think has a losing record. Who was there with, uh, uh, what was uh, with the Karras? Oh, hey, that's a long time ago. Jeez. <laughs> Alex Harris. By the way, I had dinner in my house one night. By, by, the, by the way, uh, Wayne, uh, Fonts was one game under. One game under. Okay. okay. Uh, Ryan, buddy, buddy, is Ryan on that? Uh, you know, I don't know. What was the coach from Georgia Tech that went over there? Uh, oh, Bobby Ross? Bob, Bobby Ross. Yeah. 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 And he uh, found out about his, his resume. Yeah. 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 Uh, let's, uh, let, let's move on, though. Uh, we'll get Detroit in a little bit. They play the Bears, but I want to. We'll, well keep here's the little... opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah, the Giants. Uh, yeah, not good. Not good for Big Blue, but they've been taken in the market here, Chris. You open 10 with the Commanders. Yeah. The Commanders favored yeah. by double digits. You didn't expect to see that at all. I did not. Uh, down to nine and a half, 37 and a half, Chris. All, all I'm going to say is Tommy DeVito is so badly oh overmatched, and it's not his fault. It, it, this is on the organization that they didn't have someone in place. And now at this point, if you're the Giants, you don't want to win another game this season. You yeah. you want to go two and fifteen. You want to get the first pick. And you wanna you wanna draft either Caleb Williams or Drake May in number one. Yeah. So I understand why we're seeing Tommy DeVito again, even though there's almost no chance he could possibly win this game. Well, you know, I have it, you know, and we we don't ordinarily put up too many individual player props. What is the total passing yards for, for Danny DeVito? Is it? I mean, what could it be? A one twenty? I mean, could it be well, one twenty? Well, for Danny DeVito, <laughs> I won't tell you. For him either. Danny's zero in the subway lobby. In the subway lobby. Look, I mean, Tommy DeVito. Like, well, here's the problem. You have to assume. Even Ann's laughing at me already. You have to assume. No, Ann, you're going to get to be my age someday, too, and not know any names. Vinny, I'm happy you were the one that said it. Yeah. I wanted to say it, too. Uh, I but, did it last week. But, but uh, I mean, look, by the way, Vinny, that team total loss I took on the Giants last week was absolutely disgusting yeah, when I, I lost wait. that. I didn't want to bring uh, that up. But, uh, but uh, Chris? It's got to be like one one eighteen and a half. It's got to be something. Okay, I said like one twenty. I mean, yeah. last week, what did he have? Seventy or something like uh, that. Last week, he had a hearty eighty six. Eighty six. Okay. The week before, he had one seventy five. Wow. And then, of course, that game against the Jets. We know the Giants had negative passing yards in that yeah. game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess about one eighteen. I said yeah. one twenty off the top. Yeah, of my sorry, head. Yeah, sorry. We're okay. in the same ballpark on yeah. that. I mean, uh, I will say this. 
I don't love laying points with teams that I don't think are any good. But if there's ever a time to lay this many points with the commanders, this is the only yeah. time to do it. I got it. I made it the game 10. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. So it's not and, like I'm and, going crazy. And to, Wa- and to Washington's credit, they're four and six. They're on the outside looking into the playoffs. Sam Howell has looked significantly better than I would have expected him to. And it, yeah. especially with watching that week one game with you guys in the back, where Sam Howell was a disaster against Awful. Arizona. Awful in that game. And to see him do what he did last week, where that is a difficult place to play in Seattle. That is a pretty mm-hmm. good defense. Yes, it is. Yeah. And to lead them down the field in that last drive, I know they ended up losing at the horn, but to lead them down the field to get that game tied was awfully impressive yeah. for a young guy like that. And I really liked Seattle in that game. Yeah. You know, but so he was impressive. I'm I'm surprised at how well Washington is and how competitive they've been. Remember Obviously, they were sellers. They, they yeah, traded they away traded, traded two, yeah. two, two, two best young, defenders. Yeah. Young and, and sweat. And here they down. are. They go into New England, and they really they, they, they beat the hell out of, out of Patriots. Yeah. Right? And then, and then they, they almost pull off the upset last week. This take, though, this tells you what the, the mindset is of numbers and how key numbers are. Oh, yeah. It's 10. All right? So they're taking. Now, I will tell you this. The commanders are going to be in every teaser. <laughs> And every, every money line parlay, parlay that exists, yep. That, that, that you, know, uh, uh, you know, this uh, this Sunday. And, of course, remember, the Commanders did lose to the Giants earlier this year. That was yeah, a Terod Taylor start. Giants was, won that game 14-7. Mm, yeah. They had every – and I think they – I think the Well, that was the game where the, Gi- the, that was the game where the Giants yeah. had the ball in the red zone twice right. in the second exactly. half and scored zero points. Yeah. That was the only reason that game was even that close. I think the statistics, yeah. if you look at the box score, you say, how, how did, how did the, you know, uh, Commanders lose this game? Let's go to the AFC South. Let's go there. Uh, looks like Ryan Tannehill is going to want out permanently at Tennessee. We knew he mm-hmm. wasn't going to be the starter anymore. Will Levis, a little bit back to earth last week against yeah. Tampa Bay in a game that was not as close as the final score indicated. <laughs> Tampa really dominated that game. Uh, just did. couldn't punch the ball in until late in the game. And then the uh, Titans go to Jacksonville. Jags a little dose of reality last week. San they Francisco did. just pummeled them in every facet of the game last week. Chris, this is a whole touchdown in Duval. Total is 40. I, I actually like taking with Tennessee in this game. Just feels like a little too, at least at least two points too much. And and look, if Jacksonville beats me, so be it. They should beat me in this spot, being a team that, again, with all the carnage in the AFC, has a legitimate shot in that conference now. Well, I, I got to tell you, I loved the 49ers last week. That was the one game that I absolutely loved. And, uh, you know, it, it was, it came to fruition, but I also said beforehand, and I'm going to say it here again. I think Jacksonville was poised to make a run. I think it was a horrible spot for them last week, but I think you got good coach, good quarterback, pretty decent roster, uh, very weak, co- uh, division that they're in. I think Jacksonville was poised to make a run. I like, I mean, listen, I made the number seven and a half. It's not like mm-hmm. it's, I'm going crazy. But I do think this team is ready to to have a terrific second half of the season. So I'm going to go on record as saying that, you know, obviously it could be as wrong as anybody else. But that's just a feeling I have right now with this Jacksonville team. I think they go on a run. Jacksonville plays Houston next week as well, which all of a sudden is a gigantic yeah, that's game. That's a big game. They have yeah. problems with. Yeah. yeah. They, yes. Oh, Houston has owned them. The huge last problems. 10 years. Yeah. Huge yes. problems. Um, again, this is a, we got a game, a, a, a take of the number, right? It's six and a half. They laid six and a half, went to seven, went to, got to seven, they took the seven. So no real shock there. 
Uh, I don't see that really changing. I think it'll we'll have a toggle right here up until kickoff. By the way, just just a quick uh, quick note on that Houston Jacksonville series. Jacksonville swept them in 2017. Okay. Okay. Jacksonville's beat them one time one since, since right? one time yeah. since 2017. Yeah. So been a been a a, a a bad mix. The Jaguars playing Houston, and that's a big one next week. All right, we already mentioned the Lions. Let's go there. Lions at home. Chicago, the opponent, Justin Fields is going to be back yeah, in this one yeah. after missing a few games with that thumb injury, and the betters have taken it down in part uh, because of that. As high as 10.5 here, Chris, down to 8, which actually is the market high right now. It's mostly 7.5 yeah. on this one. Good luck, I'd say, to Bear. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Lions here. You know, I don't know. I mean, I just don't see much back in this Bears team. Uh but you know, listen, it's it's the NFL. Crazy things happen, especially with dogs and anything over a touchdown. It could be a mountain to climb. Uh, I'm gonna go to my uh, one of my standards if you're out there playing uh bingo diminishing returns. My my power ratings came a lot higher, but I still open at ten. I thought ten was a good number. And uh but you know, evidently the market disagrees with me. We're down to eight with the game. But I gotta tell you, I still like the Lions in this point. Lions money will show between I, I agree. Sunday. You know, in Detroit, of course, Thanksgiving coming up. They get Green Bay on Thanksgiving this year. And look, the Lions have a legitimate shot. They do have those two Viking games at the end of the season, which great scheduling there that they play. Don't understand. Played both of those games in the last three weeks of the season. But the Lions have a, have a reasonable shot to have this division already wrapped up by the time they even play Minnesota at this Good. point. And uh, the next five games, you see it. Uh, on your screen right now. I mean, look at that. I mean, Chicago twice, Green Bay at New Orleans, who has all sorts of problems. And then I would argue that the Bronco game is their most difficult game. In yeah, the, the next Broncos five games. are playing now. Denver, sure. Denver, yeah. Denver looks like a, a reasonable football mm-hmm. team. I'm going to talk about them, too, oh, when we'll we get, get to that the, one. Yeah. We'll get to them. Uh, but, uh, you know, the Lions got a legitimate shot to have this thing wrapped up before they even play Minnesota in Week 16 in the NFC North. All right, Chris. I think uh, we've talked about getting returned to reality. It's coming this week for the Vegas Raiders. It's coming this week. They're on the road in Miami. Now, I'm mad at myself here because this was one of those. There was no reason for me not to lay this at the beginning of the week at 10. And then 10, 10 and a half, 11, 11 and a half, 12. Forget 12 and a half at 13, Chris. It went right to 13 and a half. Well, yeah, you should see what my chart looks like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. On this one, uh, totals actually went down from 48 to 46 and a half. You know, I'm not going to lay a bad number here. No, it, But even at 13 and a half, I still think it's fine with Miami because this is the perfect team for Miami to draw off that Kansas City game. A team that has won two games in a row because the opponents are inept on offense. A team that has a little bit of, uh, I don't want to, even though some will say it's momentum, I think it's a little just, Josh McDaniels is in there. I think if you or Vinny was coaching that team the last two weeks, you might have been able to get the wins. They could have elected and, team captains. Yeah, maybe, yeah, you know, like seriously. anyone's better than McDaniels. Yeah. Honestly, all of our crew probably would have been better than McDaniels. Uh, but, uh, but, <laughs> but, uh, but. That's how you stay this, on the air. But, <laughs> this, but this is, but this is the, but this is the type of team, Chris, that Miami has walloped. This year, yeah. mediocre on defense, mediocre on offense. That's the type of team Miami's really handled so far. So you're saying they were the Cowboys of the AFC. I think that is a pretty apt comparison. I, I kind of agree with that. 
I still think this number's gone a little too high. You know, 13 and a half. It's a big one for an NFL game. You know, it really is. I mean, it's just, you know, listen, I'm, I'm assuming everybody watching this show right now has watched the NFL. I mean, there's, ga- there's games where the team has no chance of winning, of barely even contending and staying on the field and could cover 13 and a yeah. half. It's just a big, big number. You know, I could see them taking the foot off the pedal in, in the fourth quarter and, you know, the back door being wide open and the Raiders coming through with a touchdown. I, I just think this number has gotten too high. I mean, this game being 38-10 at the beginning of the fourth quarter and landing 35-24 is squarely in play. Here. Yeah. I, I agree. I agree. That's why I was saying, like, that's why I'm mad at myself yeah. for not laying the 10. Early. If you laid 10, I, I yeah. can see that. Yeah. There's some value there. We're getting up to 13 and a half. I mean, that's a lot of points in an NFL game. <laughs> it really for, is. Waiting for 14. Look, for that's what exactly it's worth. exactly what folks are waiting for. For yeah. what it's worth, they did cover against Carolina as a two-touchdown favorite earlier in the year. They covered against the Giants as a two-touchdown favorite. So they had uh, Denver, of course, they put 70 on. But yeah. uh, it, it it is a lot of points. <laughs> it is a lot of points for a yeah. national Dolphins football game. I just think Dolphins it's too many. Dolphins off the bye. We're rested. Yeah. Uh, Ashawn, yeah. uh, it looks like look he's, he's trending play, towards. Right? It's looking yeah. like he's going to play. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, they've been a different offense with him out. Again, still good, but not as elite without him uh, on the field. All right, you know what? This is also, now we're getting into the big big number fest here. Mm -hmm. Because Dallas is 10.5 on the road here in in Charlotte against the Panthers. Uh, uh, 42.5 on the total for this one, Chris. This one I crossed Mm -hmm. off immediately because we already saw it this year with Dallas as a two-touchdown favorite on the road losing outright to Arizona. Uh, last week, they were 17 and a half, 18 at close. That game was never in doubt. They covered that game with ease <laughs> against the Giants. But this is, again, it's a, ro- it's a road team that's double digits here. That is a lot to ask in the NFL. Yeah. I'll tell you the truth. I'd rather have the Raiders than the Panthers. That's me. Um, but I told you how those two teams kind of really remind me of each other. I think Miami... Well, I don't know. I think Miami is probably a little bit better. But the Cowboys have feasted on these kind of teams. Although, tell that to uh, to the Cowboys back when they played Arizona. Uh, but this is the kind of team that they would feast on. I, you know, I, I kind of think the number's right on this game. I have no strong opinion. Uh, you cross it off right away. I could see you doing that. But, uh, you know, it'd be, I'd be hard-pressed to bet on Carolina in this game. I mean... You, you've you've got a game here where now Frank Reich takes over the co- the, the play calling. taking the play calling again, back one, again. One great game again, of Frank Reich. Um, I just think that again, you've got a you've got a rookie quarterback who has, uh, you know he he he's not been able to adjust to uh, to the NFL here. I think the Cowboys obviously. How many times are they going to hear this week? Remember, the Cardinal game. Mm-hmm. A, a lot more than they would okay. like, yeah. and so uh, the Cowboys are going to—they're going to get support here. I know they took eleven, but the fact that it's still in double digits tells me that—I uh, mean, one of the reasons is that you don't really book two teasers, move off or, or, or on them. But but in a case like this where the Cowboys are in just about every teaser, yeah. you got to take that into account. Cowboys, of course, play on Thanksgiving. They'll get Washington on Thanksgiving, on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, they begin a four-game, a five-game stretch that is absurdly difficult. Mm-hmm. Seattle, Philadelphia, at Buffalo, at Miami, Detroit. 
is a very yeah. difficult five-game stretch. And Boy, Seattle's the weak spot, on, and that's right. not an easy game. I, I'll be honest with you. By then, Buffalo could Buffalo even, could even be, be the yeah. weak spot yeah. on that schedule yeah. if things uh, continue to deteriorate there. Uh, like they have the last few weeks. But, boy, a brutal five games for Dallas. You just got to handle your business these next two weeks, get to eight and three, get through that stretch mm-hmm. at two and three, and you're totally fine if you're the Cowboys. All right, moving along, let's go to the late games. Another big favorite. San Francisco this time, the big favorite against Tampa. Chris up to 12 in this game on the Niners, 42 to total. San Francisco, they got their mojo back last oh, yeah. week. Uh, they, they coming off the bye. I everyone think they're was, my highest rated team, right? Everyone was healthy, looked totally normal. Uh, what we expected, what we saw earlier in the year from San Francisco, and now Tampa. This, I, this is one of those again, ten and a half, eleven. Okay, I, I understand. And once we get north of eleven, it's a little bit harder to lay it. But this is a brutal matchup for Tampa. The way that they play defense is the type of defense that San Francisco eviscerates. That Bulls cover three style, cover two, cover three style, just eviscerated usually, usually by the nine. This type of the offense from the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, I'm not going to play it at 12, but if you got a number earlier in the week, I think you're in good shape on San Fran. I like the dog here too. Okay. I think his number's gotten too high, and this is one, another one of those. And I understand what you're saying about. San Francisco eviscerating this kind of defense. I, I, I don't take any issue with that. And, and I told you last week, I loved San Francisco. It was my favorite game of the week. But I think right now, this number just has crawled a little bit over the threshold. I thought like 10 was a good number. We're up to 12. I mean, the, that doesn't mean I empty out if I was out there playing. But I do think it's gotten a little high. I think the back door is going to be open. You know, and Baker Mayfield, listen, I know he has his flaws and a lot of people knock him and you know, in a lot of ways, deservedly so. But I think the kid does have a lot of guts, and I think his kid's going to be out there playing and slinging it hard. I see the back door being open in this game. I think they keep it close enough. I like I like Tampa to cover this number. I think this number continues to go high. I, mean, I agree with Chrissy. I mean, it's awfully difficult to lay, but I just think that the, the public is going to uh, – they're in love with the fact that the Niners are now healthy mm-hmm. uh, on they both are. sides of the ball. They are the deepest team offensively. Especially, uh, you know, when 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 they got every they had everybody back last week. Their offensive line was intact. Uh, Just there's no no team that can match up with them in terms of maybe the Dolphins uh, offensive when they're 100 percent healthy too. But uh, you've got a a more than serviceable quarterback within a good a system. Uh, the defense with Young, Young's addition now, he's got a couple of few, couple of games under his belt. It's, you know, again, it, when they're healthy, very difficult to. Uh, I've got them 100. You know, uh, when they're 100 percent healthy, I've got them higher than uh, you know, even though it's you know slight uh, over Philadelphia. So, um, look, this is but this is a game too. In the afternoon, it's going to get impacted by what happens in the morning, and it's going to kind of you know, you got the snowball effect. Uh, with these kinds of numbers uh, in the afternoon. Niners, again, you mentioned it before, before the three-game losing streak, which really was coinciding with all the injuries. They yeah, had. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, they, were, they were the best team in the NFL through the first mm-hmm. five weeks. Yeah. I don't think anyone can mm-hmm. argue that. Yeah. Uh, and, and now that they're healthy again, boy, that game when they play Philly in a few weeks, what a game that's going to be. Great. Uh, Great when game. those two play uh, in two weeks in Philadelphia where – 
we'll get to the Eagles on Monday night, and the Eagles begin their murderer's row stretch on Monday night against Kansas City. Uh, but it really does feel like we're on a collision course mm-hmm. towards San Francisco and Philadelphia playing each other again in the NFC title game and the winner of that game being the favorite in the Super Bowl here in Vegas. It really does feel like we're heading that way. The key to the Niners, too, based on what I'm saying, is Mostert. And he's in a lineup. Oh. They're a complete. You mean McCaffrey? Different. No, Mostert. When okay. he's healthy. Not, not Mostert. Mostert's Miami now. I'm not most. I'm you sorry. mean Debo Samuel? Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel. You know who I meant. Oh, I. I, I Debo, the man's not laughing at him for making a mistake. Demis, she's hysterical. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan got me. He, I didn't even I had him in my ear. <laughs> uh, the Niners, twelve point favorites right now against Tampa. All right, NFC West battle. Vinny, <laughs> you. We talked about this a little bit yesterday. So, yeah. Chris, for your thoughts here, the Rams and the Seahawks. We saw this matchup in week one already, and the Rams destroyed Seattle in the second half. Yeah. Pummeled them in that second half. Um, Matthew Stafford is going to play. Looks like Puka Nakua is going to be good as well for Sunday. It's a pick, 46 and a half. I, I think this number's right. I think this is a flip, a complete flip in this game where the Rams have just had Seattle's number over the past few seasons, and the Rams are as healthy as they've been since week two, basically. I just checked my power ratings came to the Rams a half. There we go. So is someone gonna buy the half on you then? Oh, no, I was you know, <laughs> my poor friend he passed away. He probably would. But uh, you know, I think that um you know the early money was on the Seahawks, but I can see now since I've been here in studio, we're back to a pick 'em. So evidently some money showed on the Rams. But this game looks like a dead pick to me. It should be a pretty good game. I'm looking forward to seeing this one. Uh, edge at quarterback, probably uh, defense. Although you know Aaron Donald still anchors a pretty pretty good defense here. He's going to be um, you know the quarterback matchup, and if they can protect uh, Stafford the way they did in in that in that first game, uh, he he picked them apart, especially in the second half. I again, I'm not going to bet this game. I think it's right. I think it's a total flip for Seattle. For Seattle, where their defense has made big plays when they had to have, have had to this year, they did it against Cleveland in the winning that game last week. Yeah, they gave up the touchdown at the end, but the offense able to answer uh, and get that get that win. This is also again a stretch for Seattle, and I keep saying this, where they play the Rams, who they've not played well the last few years, and in the next four games, San Francisco twice. Yeah. <laughs> Dallas and Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Oh man, good luck That's again. Like, like I mean, you could see that if if Seattle loses this game, six and eight is well in play for them, which would be a disaster for how this season has started for them. Mm-hmm. What a stretch! What yeah. I mean, my, no favors at all getting the Niners yeah. twice oh, in three weeks. Oh, with, while the Niners are healthy. Yes, exactly. Yeah, Not yeah. like they could have yeah, got them in the three-game stretch where they weren't healthy. By the way, both Rams are running backs uh, are still out. Yeah, uh, Darrell Henderson's still going to be getting a load of the carries for the L.A. Rams. All right, Vinny, I got to do it. We go to Western New York. Why? <laughs> the Jets and the Bills. Uh, Chris, this number hasn't moved all week. I know. Steady at seven. Total open 40-and-a-half, down to 39-and-a-half. I... I Maybe I'm just a creature of habit. Maybe I'm I, I'm stubborn. I think the Jets are covering this game. The only concern that I have 
And we see with head coaches. Is there a quarterback? No, forget the jet concerns. <laughs> this is talking, we're going on the Buffalo side here. How much of a bump does that offense realistically get from firing Dorsey and promoting Brady? None. I don't think they get any, yeah, personally. I, I'm in the camp that it's zero. No. Well, the whole, they needed a scapegoat. Yeah, Dorsey was it. A hundred percent agree. Yeah. I think that was the classic, we need to get rid of someone. It's yeah. going to be Dorsey. Uh, and I think Dorsey got, got the short end of the stick on that one. I, I agree 100%. It, this, this whole thing to me in this one is just a matter of, and this uh, you're going to love this, Vinny, are the Jets capable of scoring more than 13 points in an NFL game? Offensively, and, no. And the and the answer to that is probably not. <laughs> but again, again, we're talking about a game where the first time they played Buffalo, they scored twenty two in that first game. Granted, is that was, the game they had two offensive touchdowns. That was that was no, that was no. two total touchdowns. They had okay. special. No, they have one game with two offensive they, touchdowns. They run the uh, uh, the the the, uh, the, the punt the punt. It was two. It was two the, in Buffalo. It was two against. Uh, Against Denver, but only one of those was on offense. Well, I think they had one game with two offensive touchdowns. I mean, I could. You're you're having trouble finding that. No, out. I don't. You know, I, Chris, uh, I, know, Chris, I don't. I yeah, don't yeah, think this. I, first, I might be wrong. Uh, wasn't it the, the first? The first meeting was that first Monday night game of the year. Yeah, that was the Garrett Wilson touchdown, and then Gibson brought the kick the back. Amazing and then, catch by Garrett. And then Wilson. the uh, yeah, no, they've only had one. They've had no games with no games with two touchdowns. offensive touchdowns. Yeah, they've had I mean, two games with two touchdowns, Chris. Yeah. Uh, we're going crazy here. With okay, the but those weren't all. But no, those the second offensive. one was a, the second one was a defensive touchdown. Yeah. Okay. Then. So you know, I, I I don't know. I mean, I I listen. I made the game seven. Okay. Right on the I, I have no opinion yeah. in this, and I don't know what the heck's going to happen. I don't know what to do with Buffalo. I mean, boy, they could be the most disappointing team of the year. They got to be right there. I think they even with even with now Cincinnati. Cincinnati and Buffalo are two very interesting cases. Well, studies. Cincinnati has a reason. Be because Cincinnati's yeah. a disappointment, but you know what? When Joe Burrow is only healthy yeah. for three games, yeah. you have you actually have an excuse on that yeah, while your season went haywire. For Buffalo, there's no realistic excuse. Even with Allen being a high turnover guy yeah. yet again, this is what Josh Allen has been other than that eight-game stretch from the end of the season two years ago through that playoff game until the Green Bay game a year ago. Mm -hmm. He was a he's always been a high turnover guy, but Buffalo's gotten away with it because of the elite talent they've had on defense and Josh Allen's ability. Yeah, he does make a lot of good plays too. Yeah, you yeah. Know. No, I look they, they all the analytics numbers still Buffalo is a top three offense yeah. in the NFL. Um but Vinny, we talked about this a few weeks ago. That Buffalo defense with no Trey White, with mm -hmm. no Milano, yeah. not the same. And Milano, yeah, the Milano might be a, a an excuse. Milano, Milano's the heartbeat. Milano's yeah, no been the question. heartbeat of, of the that defense for he's, three years, and they the are captain. not the same. He's the quarter. Everything defensively goes through him. Um, you know, guys, the thing about it is the the team chemistry wise, there's something there's something not right too. I mean, when the offense has a players only meeting last week, and then the first play uh, of the game or first play from scrimmage is a turnover, mm -hmm. right? And right, they never recover. And then turnovers throughout the night. Look, you have to give full marks because Bronco, the Broncos look like they've turned some, you know, quite a few things around, gone in the opposite direction. But I think there's a, I think there's a lot of finger pointing going on in that clubhouse. And clearly not only are the players not in sync, but neither is the coaching staff. Um, now that said, if the Bills were right against this Jets offense, this would be 10 
especially in a payback. Uh, Probably would. Yeah. In, a, in, a, in, a, in a payback uh, situation. But, again, the, Jet, the Jets – I talked about how deep the Niners' offense is. The Jets' defense is probably the deepest defense in the league. It's not just a good defense. It's a deep defense. Unfortunately, they just – they're on the field, the, uh, you know, uh, three-quarters of the game, 80% of the game. We, we did this last year with the Broncos where reach 20 points, you're one of the best teams in the NFL. We did yeah. this with Denver a year ago. It's the same thing with the Jets. What's the one common denominator between those teams? Oh, Mr. Hackett, yeah. how you doing? <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's it, – it's, and for the, for the Jets, it's just just one of those where if you can find a way to somehow – if you somehow score 20, you better win this game, which it might take them eight quarters to score 20 against anyone at this point. Uh, but, again, it's it's – a waste of a of a defense that is to me them in San Francisco are the two best defenses in the NFL with Baltimore right behind them. My Ravens are right um, and the Jets are just wasting it because they have bad offensive play calling, they have a bad quarterback, and they just can't. And last week it was the penalties. Every single scoring drive was impacted by a penalty. Penalty took a touchdown off the board. Penalty put them in second and twenty when they would have had first and goal. Uh, it's all self inflicted. Everything is self-inflicted with yep. this team. All right, let's go to Sunday night. You know, this is a really interesting game. And a few weeks ago when this was Captain Sunday night, I was like, wait, well, what are we doing here? Why is this mm-hmm. game on Sunday night? But now Josh Dobbs comes to Minnesota. Good game. They've won both of the games he's played the majority in. And for the Broncos, I got to give Denver a lot of credit because this yeah. looked like an abject mess. Yeah. And then whatever turned on that Thursday night in Kansas City, I know they lost that game. But whatever turned defensively for them, because they held KC to 19 points in that game. Since then, that defense actually been good. They were good against Green Bay. They were amazing against Kansas City the second time, holding them to nine. And then last week, they forced the turnovers that you're supposed to against Buffalo right now. And here they are, sitting at four and five as a two and a half point favorite in this game, Chris, with a four-game stretch that will involve a home game against Cleveland next week. That's winnable now with the QB situation. A game in Houston, which all of a sudden looks like a really good game. (laughs) Regardless. For both teams. Yeah, yeah. and then they play the Chargers, which we know anything's in play when you play the Chargers here in 2023 or honestly any year in the last 20. Okay, first of all, I made the game three this week. So not a little bit high, but not not too bad. I think Jacksonville's going to go on a run. I think Denver's going. There we go, and I'm going to tell you why. I think it's coaching, and you know, just kind of a an effect of the whole team. You know, Peyton originally looked like a horrible matchup with Russell Wilson, and I don't know if we can blame Hackett for Wilson's woes last year. Maybe we can, maybe we can't. But it looked like he was lost, and they were talking about replacing him and everything else. But this kind of shows you what good coaching can do. How important a coach is. I mean, Peyton is a really good coach. And this team, all of a sudden, they they found their stride. And I think this team, I, I mean, I think they're going to make a playoff run. I don't know if they can make the playoffs, but I think they're going to make a run. Uh, but I think this team right now is poised to make a move the next couple weeks. And it's starting with this game. Like I said, I only made it three, so it's not like a huge number move for me. But I do think... Emotionally, mentally, I think this is absolutely the right side this week. And Josh Dobbs, great story. He looks like a great kid in a million different ways. We kind of know what he is. Yeah. You know, he's had a couple of really good games. I don't think it's sustainable. I think Russell Wilson with 
Peyton now, he and Peyton kind of on the same page. I think that is sustainable. And I look for Denver to win this game and go on a couple game winning streak. You know, just just eyeballing some numbers, even just simplistic numbers here with Denver. Russell Wilson's tied for third in the NFL in pass, uh, passing touchdown. It's coming. I mean, it, it's coming. He's had a good month. He, he's a, he, right, about he, a month. Really, uh, really after that, after that Jet game, whatever it was, that it, the light switch flipped on for this Bronco team, and they have been a totally different team since the first five weeks of the season. Well, I think you, you know. Chris brought up Dobbs, a great story, no doubt about it. He's right on the money. Um, he's still learning this this team, though, right? <laughs> yeah. He's still, I mean, so you know, and film is a great equalizer. Uh, I don't know if Jefferson is going to be bad. Just talk of questionable Jefferson, right now. You know, he's been upgraded to, to questionable, which is which is you know that's important. Uh, certainly willing to follow that. Does this game get to three? Probably, I think there's going to be continued support. Now, is that a is that a take back? In all likelihood, yeah. Um, this is the prime time game, so everything will be going to it. But um, look, the, the Broncos, they're a, for a team that was completely dysfunctional that first month, month and a half. They have they're they're a very together group right now. I mean, you got to watch body language and chemistry because it really. You could say, well, talent wins out, and yeah, talent wins out. But you know something, you you know when when teams are in sync, and the chemistry's right, it carries teams. So um, that that that's something to bear watching here. But Je- the Jefferson got to really really need to pay attention to that. Yeah, uh, que- questionable right now. I am in Minnesota with a real shot to make the playoffs. Oh yeah, which great yeah, they do too, right? as soon yeah, as soon as Cousins run. went down, I was like, okay, well, that's it, it's over, and. They've won both games without Cousins. They haven't lost with Jefferson out also, which is kind of amazing yeah. as well. Uh, but here we are, Denver two and a half. By the way, I, I didn't bet this one, but I would lean to what you were saying. I, I think this is probably a comeback to earth, at least for a week for Dobbs and Denver. And Denver looks like a real team. They yeah. look like a, a legitimate back-end playoff team in the mm-hmm. AFC right yeah. now over the last month. Tough uh, out. Let's go to the, the uh, big one on Monday, the Super Bowl rematch. The, the Taylor Swift Bowl. Oh, yeah. Vinny, there we it. go. See, I say ball. it. There we go. Philadelphia at Kansas City. Kansas City's two and a half, Chris. Um, you guys are the only flat two, two and a half on KC. It's mostly two and a half minus 20 in the market. Yeah. With that said, I I am on an island, I feel like, in this game. I know that even though the action was on Philadelphia taking it down to uh, from three to two and a half, I think the Eagles are the better football team. And... Unless if Kansas City's defense continues to play at the high level that they have, and I'm not sure that that's going to continue all the way through. Everyone's been going after Philly. Hey, they don't look as good. They, they, this 8-1 is not it, – it, it's, it's a fraudulent 8-1. and one. All right, you know what? Fine. They're still 8-1. and one. They still have the best record in the NFL, and they're one really stupid Jalen Hurts decision away against the Jets from being 9-0. and I think Philadelphia proves that they're the best team in the league right now. I think they go to Arrowhead, win this game outright against Kansas City. And that is a lot for me to say because whenever it's short of three with KC, it's almost automatic that I'm laying it with the Chiefs with Mahomes. My numbers come to one. Yeah. Okay. So uh it just I I, I kind of like Philly in this game. Again, you're cutting it pretty close. Yeah. But on my when I made my parlay cards this week, I used them two and a half on the card, which okay, that made sense. But on the ties win card which is usually our most vulnerable card. 
Yeah, I used three, mm -hmm. and I decided not to. I used two. Okay. And I think there, that's kind of a tell right there. I did not want people taking three and a half, which on a ties win, of course, that's what you're doing. I did not want them taking three and a half on the Eagles with me. So I had my choice there. So I kind of favor the Eagles. I just looked at my power ratings. I have them exactly the same. But I, I only give Kansas City one for home field. And it's not that they're easy to beat at home. They're tough to beat anywhere. Right. You know, I mean, <laughs> that, that, I always say it's the difference between the two. And it's like, you know, if they go into, you know, Denver, Indianapolis, or Green, you know, pick a team. They, oh, they're vulnerable this week. Not really. Right. No, they play great on the road. You know, but they, they, they listen, they're going to be tough to beat at home because they're tough to beat anywhere. But I think uh, I, I have these two teams rated equal. I, I'd probably take, if I was out there playing, I'd probably take a, a money line. Money with, line uh, on with Philly. Philly. You know. Plus 30, Jeff. Plus I think it's pretty 30. good. I think it's pretty good. Uh, by the way, for KC, before we wrap things up, the way that they, after this week, because of the injury to Burrow, their schedule is really easy, all things considered. Here in Vegas, be more cheap. There'll be plenty of cheap fans for that. Oh, one. absolutely. In Green Bay, Packers are not any good. Buffalo at Arrowhead, who Buffalo has played them yeah. well at times, but yeah. who knows? At New England, the Raiders yeah. at home, Cincinnati at home, and at the Chargers. Wow, they it, can sweep it, that if, easily. If Kansas City wins this week, the AFC playoffs yet again will go through Kansas City, which will mean Patrick Mahomes still will not have played a road playoff game. Right? After all, yeah, still hasn't played a road playoff game. Been in the, been playing quarterback since 2018. No road playoff games yet wow. for Patrick Mahomes. The Pretty Kansas amazing. City Chiefs need to find a reliable, consistent go-to receiver. That They've is not Travis find, Kelsey. <laughs> and that, 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 other than, yeah. right? I mean, because what makes Travis Kelsey better is – Look, let's face it. You've got to have another weapon. Uh, he gets double teamed. He, he's great. Don't get me wrong, but they're, they're going to need. They're going to need to solve that. One hundred percent. All right. There's our two hours football Friday here at the South Point Studio on Sports by the Book. Alex White and I are back tomorrow at eight in the morning. Also, programming note for this show next week. We are on Wednesday. It'll be a football Wednesday next week from two. There's games on Thursday, right? So, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, oh, that's yeah. Uh, that, that holiday with the turkey. Yeah, that's uh, uh, <laughs> and a lot of games Friday. Yeah, too, and a big way. card on Friday. And a, a big card on Friday. Um, and a pro, game, a on pro Friday. game on Friday. Yeah, the, uh, with the, the whole country will be graced with Zach Wilson on Black Friday. Everyone will be excited for that uh, as the wait. Jets host the Dolphins in the first ever NFL Black Friday game. Uh, shout out to the crew, as always, and Jerry. Ryan, Sean, great work back there. Vinny, Chris, pleasure as always. We'll see you again on Wednesday. Yes, for Football sir. Wednesday, amazingly. Yes, final week of the college football regular season, oh, amazingly I'm, enough. I'm, yeah. Crazy. I'm a little depressed. I, 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 I don't disagree with that. <laughs> I don't disagree with that. I'm Jeff Parles. We'll see you again tomorrow at 8 in the morning here on Sports by the Book. If you got any place tonight, good luck.